0: Welcome to episode 50 of You Shall Not Pass Go. I am your host, Dave, and I'm here with my becoming regular guest host, Alex Darksaber. Um, And uh, yeah, we are back. Oh, you may have noticed that this is episode 50 and not episode 49. I did an episode 49 with my friend Kiki, who we had a great talk about, um, you know, what it's like being a girl in the environment of nerddom and sexism and the 90s versus today. It was all fantastic. But there's some issues with it, so it's going to take a while to edit. So we're going to call that the lost 49th episode. But today, Alex and I are back to uh, talk your ears off. And I sort of roped Alex in this time without, again, telling him anything. Um, So he's very, very kindly just going on the experience with me. Uh, So, Alex, thank you again. Yeah, no problem. I mean, you know,
1: I mean, I I've mentioned it. Uh, the ad nauseum where it's like, hey, Alex, you want to just talk about, you know, some nerdy stuff for like <laughs> a couple hours? And it's like, uh, yes, I do that constantly. A lot of the time when people maybe don't want me to, but I still do it.
0: So <laughs> and you're, uh, not, you're not being recorded. It's just, you know. Yeah. yeah it's, it's just Right. It's just someone's this. like
1: someone's like someone's like I really like the sugar. And I'm like, oh, man, there's this crazy episode of this one thing where <laughs> sugar and it's like, oh, good.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, where to begin? There's just, there's so much. Um, I guess first, uh, I'm going to start off with something that you probably, it's less interesting because we'll go through it quickly and then we'll get to the things that I know you'll have commentary on soon. So I'll tell you what, Magic the Gathering Arena is on mobile now and as you may have read in, or may have not read in the group chat, depending yeah. on how today you are, I am, I am hooked. I am so back into Magic Arena. Um, I've been playing so much magic. And I found out that there's a Friday night magic at home, right? You can do FM at home. There's like little events in arena that you play. You take a screenshot, you send it to a local game store that participates, and they send you a code for like free promotional item thing, right?
2: Okay. Now
0: I couldn't find a place. I called all my local hobby shops nobody does fnm at home i'm like well then what's the point of this i end up calling time warp and wow. right and time <laughs> time warp does fnm so i message time warp i get through I, I email some guy i think i've met him before i think his name's dave too and i kind of vaguely remember him um from the montclair days and i'm like you know but i didn't get into it i was just like hey i um, do you do fnm at home he's like yeah here's your code but from now on, um, please email Robin at Time Warp. And I'm like, no, does he is that, still? That's what I, I that was my <laughs> no. that was my exact reaction. So, st- I, I, does- so I t- I I tested the waters the first with the first FM week. And I just like the the week after I, I got that. So I tested. I'm just like, hey, I was told to email this to you. Here's my FM thing. And I got a very generic response. Thank you for your participation. Here's the code. So I'm like, all right what are the odds like can't be that great the next week i did it again and i tested the waters further i like added a little personality to it i didn't just say like here's a thing i was like i was like oof well i tried the new set got you know got raffle stomped and wasn't great here's my here's my results and then uh the response was like tough luck but the new set does seem interesting and the moment i was like <laughs> Talk about the set with me, and uh, the way, the tone of voice, yeah. like I could hear it. I can hear so it. I, so I, so I messaged Robin out of the blue on on Messenger, and I'm like, "You don't happen to still work at Time Warp, do you?" And he goes, "Sorry about you getting raffle stops. <laughs> and I was like, "Dude." I was like, why didn't you say anything? And I was like, you know, and, and so, yeah, so it is it is Robin. He doesn't work for Time Warp um, specifically anymore, mm. but he does still help out with like certain things. And the F&M at home just, codes just happens to be one of them. It's such um, a
1: it's such a Robin thing to like to like know it's you. Obviously, know it's you. He figured out it was you the first time, but he was right. like, I'm doing this in official capacity. So I'm going to be treating you in an official capacity. I mean, obviously, you're still my friend, but this is my job. And I'm going to treat it like my job. So if you could, you know, if we could maintain the relationship,
0: like that sounds very Robin. And that was my you and I are on the same wavelength because that was my exact thought. (laughs) I was like, I was like, it would be just like Robin not to say anything, because the thing is, is like when I when I email my full name comes up. But the the time warp email, it just says Robin at time warp. So I was like, I didn't like he he knew I didn't know <laughs> for sure, but I'm glad I asked. So Robin and I reconnected. I invited him to our next little get-together in uh, the end of May. End of May? Okay. Yeah. He doesn't know if um, if he's going to make it because now he lives in the city now. Him and his wife live in the city. Um, he's working a job there at a tech company. Oh. And uh, he's, um, he, he got rid of his car, though, because he just doesn't use it anymore. Well, sure. So between... I mean, he is going to be vaccinated by that time, but even so, between travel and getting into jersey and getting out of jersey he's not a hundred percent keen on it but he is gonna he's gonna think about it and he doesn't i mean he doesn't have any decks but i told him i was like please I was like between all of us like you'll have plenty to play with Um,
1: robin i've been playing with the same cards for four years now and i haven't changed my decks almost at all
2: right as it turns
1: out i don't win often but the fact is is that the
0: possibility exists Uh, it, it does exist. And you do win sometimes. And let's face it. The only times you don't win has nothing to do with your deck and everything to do with you getting in your own head. Well, that's life, though.
1: That's that not is, that just is magic. Life. That's all that's, of it. That's, 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 all, that's all
0: everything. Time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was, I mean, fun fact, it was Robin. Um, so that, so it was great to reconnect with him and say hello. Uh, but yes, yeah, so I've been playing magic and I, I, I sort of messaged you about this. You know, I've, I've been going and looking at some of the sets that I've really been ignoring these past couple of years now that like you know not that they're free and i can like use them um and there's some pretty neat stuff out there i had messaged you about this one mechanic mutate which i just feel like every time i use it i'm like this just seems so broken and i feel like it's already powerful but i feel like it's just missing that one or two right cards to make it like go sylvester stallone go over the top well, like you do know you what think- i mean like do- it's do- it's mm-hmm. it's I mean, to explain mutate, because, again, it's just ridiculous. A car, it's a, it's the creatures. They've got a cost, a mutate cost, ultimate casting cost for the card. Usually, in most cases, slightly lower. I think there's one or two cases where the mutate is higher because of the power of the mutation. Every single one of these cards have a mutation power that when the creature mutates, that involves you mutating it the first time or subsequent times. It's a triggered ability that something will happen. But the thing is, is when a creature mutates, you have to mutate on a non-human creature. When a creature mutates, it gains. First, you get to choose which card is the top card. So you can have like the strongest power and toughness at the top. And the reason I say only power and toughness is because in terms of abilities, the top card keeps all of its abilities and inherits all of the, bil- the abilities below it. And it doesn't matter what the base creature was. Oh, now that I'm thinking about non-human, so it probably couldn't work for Rafik, which is a shame, which is what I told you to use it for. Um, But regardless, like, it's stupidly good in the sense that, like, you just you just keep adding on and the triggers just keep like rolling and rolling and rolling and they and it just snowballs I mean granted one kill spell could potentially take it out, so I, that's it's like you know big flaw, but I mean just the the amount of control that goes into just pumping up and mutating your creatures is so dumb and and it just it it i've I've been playing with that, and it's just it it seems dumb, granted it, it's not winning anything right now um but it's it's strong is it only in this set? It was in Ikoria, which was like the monster set, the beastie set. Um, And yeah, it's the only set that it's in right now. Strixhaven, the new set, which I've been tinkering with. um, My new favorite love of that is uh, I have a lot of new favorite loves. I didn't some cards. I just have been so ignoring because I have you know, haven't been collecting that I'm just like, wow, these are really good. Um, but like Strixhaven, my big thing, my takeaway from that set briefly is Magecraft. Magecraft is stupidly powerful. I have a mono-white magecraft deck. Um, there's a there's a lumen mancer that uh he's or she or they it's a one-drop white creature, zero one with Magecraft. Magecraft is an ability that in, um, is a triggered ability that comes from casting sorceries or instants. So, you cast a sorcery, instant. Magecraft okay. goes off, and then something happens. This this Lumenmancer, um, you cast an instant sorcery, and it gets plus two plus two until end of turn, right? Combine that with there's like a Leonin Spellbinder guy who has Magecraft. All creatures get plus one plus one. When you cast in- instant sorcery, oh. and then like by turn three, if I've got the correct cards, I can almost do lethal with just those two creatures because it's like the cards are the Lumen Mancer, who's a zero one, right, and the one one Leonin dude, right, right. Add in any any one one drop, like. If I've got four mana, it's, oh my God, it's even more than lethal. Let's say I have four mana on turn three by some luck of the draw, but I wouldn't, right? I'd have, I'd have three. We're going to go with three mana. Sure. So, so I've got Probably, three mana. Yeah. All right. So first mana, I just do, um, a, I've got like, uh, we'll call it the Defiant Strike. Sure. Defiant Strike is a one drop instant that gives plus one plus O oh, and you draw a card. So Defiant Strike so instantly, Lumenmancer gets plus two, plus two, making it a two, three, plus the extra one, which is a three, three, plus the extra one, one from. If you're casting the... on Lumen Mancer? or you're saying this is triggered when you I, cast I, I'm, Defiant Strike? I'm, when, I cast, when I cast Defiant Strike, Got it. before I've even, I'll say before I've even resolved it, yeah. it, would be a, it would be a two, three on its own then a 3-4 with the Leonin Spellbinder, and then becomes a 4-4 when the spell resolves, and Leonin Spellbinder goes from being a 2-2 to a 3-3. So I've got a 3-3 and a 4-4 just from that one spell. Okay? Then... That's one mana, yeah. Then, for two mana, I think the card is called Show of Confidence, but I'm not confident in that label. But it's a two-cast two instant spell... Um, one white, one colorless that reads it's, it's essentially personal storm in a weird way. It's copy this spell for every instant and sorcery spell you've cast this turn. So I get okay. two, so I get two casts of it because I cast defiant strike. I get the initial cast of it plus the cast for defiant strike, which means just from those alone. Lumenancer would get its own four four, bringing it to eight eight. Then plus the Leonin would double trigger, bringing it to a ten ten. So that's a ten ten. And then Leonin Spellbinder, who was a three three, becomes a five five. Then the actual spell itself, which goes off twice is choose a creature. That creature gets a plus one, plus one counter and vigilance. So I then can put that on one or both of them and add in an extra two damage. That means I can do 17 damage. Just betwe- one does just between those two derpy creatures on turn three. So if I attacked at all before that and got a little lick in, it's it's, it's over. over. Wow. Yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. So Magecraft, stupidly strong. Um, And then the other thing I've been enjoying is adventure. I haven't realized how good the adventure cards were from Throne of Eldraine, the creatures that are also instants and sorceries um, because they go on an adventure. Like There's uh, the biggest I think the, the most popular one is Storm something giant, Storm crushing giant, whatever, Storm stomping giant. It's a giant. It's a red giant. You can one red and one colorless. You can send him on an adventure. It's an instant spell does two. It's a shock, but but it also says damage cannot be prevented this turn. So it's a shock with a little added thing uh-huh. um, for two. And then he goes on an adventure. And then when they're on an adventure, they're exiled in their own little zone. So they're not in your hand. So they can't be affected by spells that affect you discarding or anything else. They're just there. And then whenever I want, at like, When I can cast a creature appropriately on my turn, you know, unless I have flash or something, would be you know during my main phases. For three, I can bring him out as a creature, and he's a four three.
1: So you can, so you use pay one cost to essentially cast a spell, and then and exile the and then exile the creature, and then you can pay. Is it the creature's cost? Uh, The creature has
0: its own cost. And, right, the spe- right, and the spell has its own cost as well. Like the giant is two for the shock with the prevent or uh, can't be prevented damage. And then three is its creature cost.
1: Right, right. I'm saying so in order to bring it out of exile, you pay its creature cost.
0: Correct. I'd have to pay three.
1: That's crazy.
0: So every spell becomes two spells in one. And, you know, you can cast it as one or the other. The only downside is, like, if the spell is countered in any way, like, let's say the target I was targeting is no longer valid or if it's counterspelled, oh. the, the adventure doesn't resolve. And so it just the the creature gets
2: oh, so gets the, chucked. The, adventure, the
1: adventure doesn't resolve.
0: <laughs> it's, like, it, it's it's so good, though. Like, I've I've really yeah. been like I was like, wow, like these are. These are great anyway that's my i'll i'll steer clear of the magic now i don't want (laughs) to spend too much time but i'll just tell you i'll tell you what like if you haven't i would say give arena of give arena a go like give it just a it's it's fun it's fun and it's a great way to like keep on get it scratches a magic itch and it's got brawl in it which isn't as great as commander but at least it's like something of that nature if you want to just scratch the commander itch um but the fact that you can collect magic cards for free if you don't like give into that temptation of like the sure or or pay for it, right? But like if you don't give in, you're collecting for free and playing magic and it just it 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 has reinvigorated my love of the game, I think, um, because like I, I, I like we talked about the fact that my love of magic has waned sure. severely since I, I got rid of my collection. Um, my interest in new sets didn't matter. Now I'm like, oh, man, I wonder what's in the new set so I could build up my arena mm-hmm. decks. I mean, granted, the next set is Reese's peanut butter cups and I'm <laughs> buying every single card. That they, I'm going to buy the I'm going to buy like the, the box factory set of the next set. Oh. cuz it's adventures in the forgotten realms okay. it's 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 chocolate right. in my it's chocolate my peanut butter and <laughs> peanut butter and my chocolate right like i'm gonna get, i'm going to get the whole i'm going to get a factory sealed set single singleton of the, of the whole set i have to um, um
1: i yeah i i might i i always hear about i always think about like games and then i'm like oh man maybe uh so what happens is is that I'll get really on a game and then I'll hit a point where in a game I'm kind of like I not as I'm not as sort of like uh, right now I got four friends into Final Fantasy 14 <laughs> and then and but all at different progress levels. So like doing old content and like getting them up to speed and stuff and then, you know, hearing what they think and everything and which is great. Um, But as they all sort of draw closer to hitting current current stuff, obviously, you know, uh, they design Final Fantasy with the intention of if you feel like you're out of stuff to do, then stop subscribing and come back later when story, you know, when there's new story and you want to you want to do that, which I I appreciate. I appreciate that philosophy. Um, But now I'm I'm almost in a point I'm sort of at a point where it's like I'm kind of looking at other stuff. And in my brain, figuring out a new game to play is kind of like uh, throwing the ball up in the air at the Mm. beginning of a basketball game. Uh, And it's a whole bunch of games all jumping up all at the same time to try and grab it. So, like, uh, I've been kind of looking at Trails of Cold Steel. Um, I have been thinking about finally getting started my playthrough of Disco Elysium that I have. Uh, The... Did you play Control? Yes, I played Control. I actually I streamed Control actually, uh, oh, I, so it's I, on there
0: somewhere. I'm, I, well, I beat the main story and I beat one of the DLCs or two. I can't remember. There are two or three DLCs for that game.
1: I I beat the base game and then I know that there was. I know there was more. There were like two things I remember. Not I remember from Control. I remember okay. Control. when i say the two things i remember two things that really stand out one god i wish there were more i wish all the boss fights weren't relegated to side quests they were Mm -hmm. all relegated to side quests every single one of them Mm -hmm. and they were all awesome and i loved them and then they were like and then i got to the end of the game and they were like it's over and i was like What do you mean? This is leading up to something, right? And they're like, no, it's over. You did it. You got to the center. You got to the thing and you did it.
0: You you need to play the DLCs.
1: Sure. Yeah. I mean, right. And
0: that's sort of like that's kind of I I feel like what I was going to say is, I I mean, I was just going to recommend I was just going to throw it out there. And if you've already played control, great. But if you're if you're trying to figure out something to grab, it's a great thing just to go grab and, and play the DLC. But don't when I said play arena, I didn't mean like. Don't get absorbed. Don't like oh, play well, arena. It's just that's like, not, <laughs> no one has control over that. Not even I, <laughs> nobody does. I was just more of saying like, you know, cause it's, it's the mobility yeah. of it that got me back into it. The fact that I can play it on my phone in some downtime or play it on my iPad. Like that's what got me back into it. I was not it, the reason, the primary reason I wasn't into it was because it was on the computer and I just like booting up my computer to play magic was a step too far. And I know okay, that just yeah. seems like ridiculous, but I was like, nah, like if I want to boot something up, I'm going to play an actual video game. Sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, it, but I, it's the, yeah, the mobility and the opportunity to play it when I'm not, when I don't have other things available has been incredible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, yeah. Anyway, that's it. Here or there. We'll push that aside. Get rid um, of magic for now.
1: I just finished streaming persona five strikers.
0: How was that? Uh, That was great.
1: I really liked it, especially because it was basically like Persona 5, Persona 5, we're back again. It's more Persona 5. And I was like, because um, I don't know how much you know about it, but I
0: I read a brief review.
1: Right. The way it was pitched was like, oh, this is made by the guys who make like Dynasty Warriors and like, you know, Hyrule, you know, and Hyrule Warriors and whatever. And it's like all those games are the same. run around right big giant field run around fight a guy go defeat a lieutenant or whatever and then fight multiple lieutenants and then fight the big guy right um strikers is like an action rpg it's just a persona 5 action rpg and i was like like with persona character moments and hanging out and social stuff and i was like that's unbelievable i couldn't believe that I couldn't believe that a game like that existed. And when I finished it, I was like, "Y'all could just make another Persona Five if you want. Just keep, just keep bringing me back. I'm sure I'd love a Persona Six, but you could just make like more Persona Five. Uh, I just love that. I just love to just keep existing in that universe. Yeah, um,
0: it's a good cast of characters.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, um. In lieu of talking about uh, in lieu of talking about Star Wars, any like Star Wars on media, obviously I can't wait for Bad Batch. I'm getting my second vaccination shot when Bad Batch comes out. So I'm I'm, very
0: excited. I'm telling you right now, part of where this conversation is going to go is my Disney trip. Like that is that is on the palette. Do you
1: want to talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier first or do you want to
0: talk about disney world first we could we could do falcon and the winter soldier first since that's fresh all right hold on everybody hello spoiler alert for falcon and the winter soldier the full uh, series i'm assuming well yes i I can i can confidently say the full series of falcon and the winter soldier a hundred percent spoilers um and uh I'll leave it at that. Which I think this is the first time in a while. That's the funny thing. I was talking about that lost 49th episode. We were... I don't remember if Falcon and Winter Soldier had just started or if... Or were, were we still in the middle of WandaVision at that time? I can't remember. Time. I, I just i just remember we were talking about something in there and I'm just like... I was like afraid of spoilers and we're making predictions of like oh, yeah. what's going to happen. WandaVision would have like, came oh. out
1: between... WandaVision came out between the last time we talked and <laughs> I have that now.
0: On, the 40, on the 49th episode, yeah, so I won't yeah, man. I won't go there. But I'll tell you this. Yeah. So one more time, spoiler alert, Falcon of the Winter Soldier. So first off, blanket statement. I I I'm I don't know if you're a hater, but I loved it. I, I loved it and I can't believe I, I hate, I hate the haters. I hate people that just can't (laughs) enjoy it for what it is. I also feel like something I said about WandaVision, I said this with Kiki, um, but something I I mentioned was a lot of people in both uh, reviews that I've read, people have slammed the last episode in both cases for not feeling as, satisfying or as climactic as they want it to be or this or that. And I keep telling people, I'm like, because you're not looking at how this was approached. I'm like, this was both of these series, as far as I'm concerned, were approached the same way that Marvel movies are approached. Yeah. and, 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 And I say that because they're not, they are episodic, but in all honesty, if you want that finale to feel like it fits... Binge it as a movie. Look at an uninterrupted cut of that story, and I guarantee you it will fit the story beats properly, and it'll be like watching another Marvel movie. The problem is when you're watching it segmented, it's like, you know, like in WandaVision, spoiler alert for WandaVision as well. In WandaVision, the last episode is just all like this like... It's just it's the finale. It's a it's it's a fighting and and it's the fighting and the action bits. And people are like, where's all my story? Where's this and that? And I'm like, you had that already. This is the final act. Like you have to realize we're calling it an episode, but it's really just the final piece of a movie that you've watched over nine episodes. Um, And I feel the same way with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, But personally, I I loved it. I mean, and obviously now that I can say it because we gave the spoiler tags. The reason we know it's the series finale of Falcon and the Winter Soldier is because it's no longer called Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's Captain America and the Winter Soldier. So if they ever bring the series back, it would have that title because, uh, yes, as we all predicted and knew would happen, Falcon took up the mantle and became Captain America. I mean, Um, it's
1: it's pretty tough to it's pretty tough to watch like all the. It's pretty tough to watch all the like uh, Captain America stuff that Sam does in the last episode and not like and not be like, you know, wow, he's going to be Captain America. Like, or, or sorry, like to to then go, wow, I can't wait until he's Captain America, because like, I don't know how you don't watch that whole last episode and be like. He's I Captain mean, America. He is Captain America. Like, there's no ambiguity. Like, there's no... I mean, I, I
0: didn't need the ham-fisted moments, right? Well, okay, that sure. One, that one moment with, it's Black Falcon. Nah. It's Captain America. America. I was like, "Mm," I was like, you could have left that out and I'd have been fine. But I I appreciate, like, I feel like there was a more subtle and nuanced way in which we could have understood that people are accepting that he is Captain America in that moment. Um, It was like, I watched, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to hard, hard left sidetrack. Another spoiler alert, minor spoiler alert. I watched the new Mortal Kombat movie last night. Oh, so did I. And uh, minor spoiler Um, in that movie Because I guess they assume non fans are watching, they are they they just they find a way to say everyone's name, like in a way that's so very much like
2: for the audience. Like, there's one moment, sub
0: zero. I am Scorpion. There was one moment,
1: (laughs) (laughs) there was one moment in two things one, uh, just a minor thing at a certain point, Liu Kang. Uh, puts his hand on Kano's shoulder and he's talking. And as he's talking, like almost as if he like would it and he wasn't told to do it because he said it like at the exact same
0: time in a completely
1: normal time. He's like, What the fuck? What the
0: fuck? Like, oh, so he, you like so you, Did you see? Did you? So you saw? Yeah, I did. I did. Okay. I did. So then, uh, other thing I'm just going to say, and then we'll, we'll hard you turn back to Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Kung Lao. Um, oh my God, Kung Lao. What but is no. in the
1: music? <laughs> <laughs> There's like music. i <laughs>
0: Flawless <laughs> well, victory I'm Kung Lao um, No, I was going to say the Kano Was the best part of that whole movie Oh, I
1: mean, Kano is awesome
0: And like, and it got yeah. to the point where I told my wife I said, again, spoilers Maybe Should we just,
1: could, should we just I mean, this isn't like the This isn't like the Falcon and Winter So we can just let people know that We're going to use spoilers and talk about it As if they're spoilers Yeah I mean, if you haven't seen Mortal Kombat and you want to
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm making
1: motions. No one can see. So
0: yeah. If you if you're a fan of the series, you'll and if you liked if you liked the 90s movie, you'll love this movie. If you didn't like the 90s movie, you may like this movie if you're a fan of Mortal Kombat. If you're not a fan of Mortal Kombat and you didn't like the 90s movie, there's a good chance you probably won't like this movie. Um, I'll tell you what. It's not great. It's not (laughs) terrible. It's it's passably fun.
1: The the responsible thing to do here, actually, would be to uh, wait until after we talk about Falcon and Winter Soldier and then and talk then about Mortal Kombat combat so that the people that... We're trying to skip past yes. the Falcon and Winter Soldier to, spoilers. And then get,
2: yeah. they end all up right. right in the more so combat spoilers. Let's,
0: let's you turn back to Falcon and the Winter Soldiers. <sighs> sure, so yeah. again, my my comment was is that there was a more subtle way, I'm sure, that they could have done that moment. But all in all, yeah, I agree with exactly what you said. Between him just owning it, like um I I was reading people that were upset that his his ownership of the the mantle wasn't more like embellished. He just comes in and it's like, who are you? I'm Captain America.
2: Yeah. I thought that was
0: perfect. Yeah. I thought it just showed that there's just he's it's his now. Well, it's like Um, the contrast. right? That's the contrast between him
1: and John Walker. Like That's like exactly the government's Captain America gets this big showing and the people's Captain America just shows up, helps and is like, how are you doing?
0: Right. It's me. And and then and then, like you said, the fact that the whole episode then showcases like, you know, why he is clearly and has been Captain America, like he's why, why this is it's it's inherently in him, his goodness, that speech he makes amazing. Yeah, Um. my some of my favorite moments, the moment right after it, when. Bucky calls him Cap, but he says good job Cap. I was just like, there it Ugh. is. It's like there it is. And so then so much of
1: uh oh, my right? heart. Yeah, I was going to say the motion of your heart is like the whole like ending <laughs> of that episode is just like
0: oh, oh my god, ah. the whole Isaiah Bradley and his whole moment, of uh, just absolutely wonderful. Um all in all, I thought it was a great series. The only complaint I had in particular, but I'm I had a way to justify it. And I'm hoping it's what the show was thinking as well. And Mike because my dad said the same thing, which my dad mm. is not one to really analyze shows, but he brought it up on his own. And I was like, it's funny that you say that um, because the one pet peeve that we both had was like in. In the winter soldier movie. Right. Okay. When we, fir- when we're first introduced to the winter soldier MCU, There is no way that dude would get his ass handed to him the way Bucky got his ass handed to him in this show. I don't care that they're super soldiers. I don't care that they're strong. His training and the way in which the Winter Soldier is built. He like like I was shocked how much of an issue Bucky was having in some of his fights. Right. And, and I can my, we probably justify it the same way I would imagine but I'll let my, you go first. <laughs> yeah, my justification is A. The Winter Soldier is primarily a marksman and he was not using guns. He was very specifically trying to be on the path of not hurting people because of his therapy and therefore when in those situations I'm justifying it saying that he was holding back and doing his best not to do anything permanent to these people whereas the winter soldier was a cold-blooded killer and would yeah. do anything that he could to 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 that's, win that's pretty much yeah yeah so that's kind of like what my thinking my main thinking being the therapy trying not to hurt people and the fact that he's primarily a marksman right like and and But the majority of of the of the of the show, I mean, he's really not using guns.
1: And then like he all he sort of does like in that moment in Madripoor where he's still pretending to be the Winter Soldier. And he just like he just like annihilates. (laughs) He just like annihilates those people. Some of those hits. Like, some of those, like, there was one where he, like, he threw a punch, and then right afterwards he, like, followed up in, like, the back of the head with, like, the arm. And I was just like, that is one of the most
0: painful things I've ever seen. It that was kn- so I, cool. I loved the knife flip. I knew it was in the trailer, but, like, it was just as good in the actual show when he caught that knife, flips it up, and then throws it Uh-oh. down next to the dude's head. Yeah. I was like, oh. Well,
1: Sebastian Sebastian Stan loves flipping knives. That's like because he there was like his stunt double, I think, or some uh, someone like told the story about how for the Winter Soldier, when they were filming the Winter Soldier, uh, he would to and from as he was going from the hotel to the set he would be practicing in the limo, like practicing knife stuff, even if his stunt double was the one that was going to be doing them. He was like, I want to, I want to, I want to figure out how to do it. So I feel like that was like a, like a, Hey Sebastian, do you want to, do you want to do some of the knife flipping stuff?
0: <laughs> and he was like, yeah, I do. Yeah, Absolutely. It, it worked. It worked so well. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I really, I, I, I appreciated it, but like out outside of that one little detail, um, which I clearly can justify due to the plot of the show, I had really no complaints with with Falcon of the Winter Soldier. Maybe, maybe if I'm really going deep into it, maybe it was a little predictable. Um, I, yeah. I there wasn't a single story beat that caught me caught me off guard. I knew from the moment we saw Sharon in Poor, I was like, she's the power broker. I I, did like it didn't even didn't even dawn on me that she couldn't it didn't even dawn on me that she couldn't be the power broker. Right. Like there wasn't a moment where I was like, wait, is she, though? No, I was like absolutely a 100 percent, which also that I mean, oof, I don't know. Peggy would be turning a grave right now. I can't. Um, and then I'm really interested to see where they're going with Madam Hydra. Is she Madam Hydra or is she going to be Nick Fury's love interest or <sighs> what's the Contessa going to be in the MCU? You know what I mean? Yeah. I, re- I really don't need Hydra to come back. Um, speaking of which. Oh, yeah. So something I'm going I'm to talk about the Kano thing later, but I'm going to thought- talk about it right now. Breakout role of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Baron Zemo, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he
1: was. He was pretty great. It's like they they asked him to come back and they were like, be like, you know how last time you were really depressed because of your family and, and everything. You were a man on a mission. What if like you could come back? But if you were like, like, like really sassy, like all of your trauma, you've gotten re- like you you managed to settle your trauma within yourself uh, in prison. And now you're like.
0: I just want to kill super soldiers. That's really all I want to do. I and you know what? It dude, it, it worked. And I I because I kept I kept thinking, I was like, mmm, he's gonna really turn on them at some moment. He's gonna really turn. Nah, he what I loved is like I loved his character. I understand he's still a villain. It was is, though. He was consistent. But he was consistent. He was consistent and he was I loved that he was he was lawful evil. And yeah. I loved that he was lawfully evil. I hate when villains are actually like seem like they're lawful evil, but they're actually neutral or chaotic evil. And it's all a ruse, right? He was lawfully evil. The dude doesn't do the right things all the time, but he had a specific code and he has an objective. And that's just what it is. And his objective was fuck super soldiers. And that was it. <clears throat> he didn't. Really turn on Bucky or no? Yeah, on Sam. Yeah, the
1: one time it seemed like he was going to do it was with the funeral, and then he told them straight out and was like, "No, I'm not telling you where it is because I need that for you to not like put me back in prison. So, Exa- but, I, ex- but I know where it is and is. I'll lead you to it because
0: I told you I would, and I said we'd go. Exactly, and that's what I loved. I loved that he was a man of his word. And he had integrity, and he even like pretty much turned himself in in the end. He was yeah, just like, he, yeah, he, he stared the, like he
1: stared that gun like directly in the. It was like it's because because right ever since the end of the Civil War, he was ready, like he was ready to die. So when Bucky was like, you know, I'm gonna cross your I'm gonna cross you off my list. He was like, yeah,
0: I mean, I get it, I understand. He like, didn't have to. He was already crying Yeah, Zemo was already like, I crossed my name off your list. I hold no I ill do. will to you. I was like, one this thing is I, great. One thing I really love
1: was uh, how just like of all the people in that in that um in the in this series uh just like if there were if we were to create sort of like a power tier list that like the Dora Melage would still be up at the top <laughs> like no matter what everyone else is like they handled they just came in and handled like everyone in that hotel room with complete ease with no issues at all and we're like all right we're done we're
0: gonna leave and like and that was it and they, they were never like they, they took the shield man the yeah bucky, here bucky and sam are just like you know it takes them a while i mean granted at that point he's a super soldier um he's got he's he's roid raging at that point but still they they handled all of the people in that room so <laughs> easily well. It yeah. Was,
1: yeah, it was it was great. I appreciate that. I didn't expect them to send him to the raft, but I guess that makes sense. I expected them to bring him to Wakanda, but
0: yeah, I mean, yeah, but I mean also like got to set up the Thunderbolts <laughs> <laughs> on the moon, man. <laughs> um, thunderbolts on the moon. Thunderbolts on the moon with the inhumans. <sighs> I'm telling you, it's going to be a oh, big thing. No, no, <laughs> no. We don't need to do that. <laughs> no, no, no. We don't need to. We don't have to do that. Um, Um,
1: but yeah, I really, I really liked it. In fact, it surprises me, honestly, that of all the, because I was talking to someone who was like, oh, I haven't started, I hadn't watched it yet, but you know, uh, you know, is there any, like, do I need to be paying really close attention to everything? And like, do I need to, I was like, no, it's a, you know, WandaVision was very much its own sort of like, it it knew what it, it was, it knew what it was trying to do. And so it, it did the, it did its season doing what it was supposed to do. But Falcon and the Winter Soldier is just, just a big, long Marvel movie. That's that's all it is. Like, there's no there's no ambiguity. And that's not bad. But I think a lot of people responded really well immediately to
0: Falcon and the Winter Soldier because it was just it was just a Marvel movie. Well, granted, there were others who wanted what Vision had in sure. this. And and part of me like feels Mephisto. like <laughs> part of me feels like the, that they should have. Sw- I mean, the original order was swapped. This was yeah. like WandaVision was not supposed to be the first release. And part of me feels like it almost maybe would have worked better that way Um, to see Falcon hmm. winter soldier first. And then go, cause WandaVision set a standard of precedent of like Marvel shows are going to have some element of mystery. People don't understand that each one of these are their own little genre. And they're going to do their own little thing, but you know, regardless i at the end of the day i'm just gonna say like it was great like it was great i loved it i did not know until my wife pointed it out that wyatt russell was kurt russell's son oh, in the yeah, first episode russell, yeah yeah she was just like that's why he did great he did fantastic he, was so but he's, good. he looks and sounds so much like his father
1: it is yeah, the, part, the part when he's in the uh the part when he's in the uh in like not the it wasn't a court martial, but the hearing, whatever that the hearing was. And he was like screaming like I could like just sounds like a side profile. I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> he looks so much. He looks so much like his dad. It's crazy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, he's, he's got his mom's coloring, but like absolutely looks like his father. But it was so
1: oh, and that's that scene was so good, too, because like the, I appreciate that they didn't really pull any punches on a lot of commentary. Right. Uh, which was nice because I feel like you would maybe expect that from something, especially someone as sort of big as as big as Disney to like to, you know, maybe be a little careful there and not step on any toes. Although it's like and then I'm like, wait, whose toes I'm sorry, wait, whose toes are whose toes are we stepping on if we mm-hmm. actually step on toes? Uh, but yeah, like him, you know, him screaming like, you know, like you made like this you is I, you I, you made me like yeah. I'm a I'm a military man. You sent out to do something impossible and I'm trying to follow what you're telling me and I'm doing things and you don't like it. But that's what's going to happen. Like it's us. Oh.
0: And they, they oh. said they set him up to fail hard and he did. Yeah, I mean, they, absolutely. They, you know.
1: But like they didn't
0: care. That's I mean, oh, man, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Really, right. really good. So we'll end Falcon Winter Soldier there, and then I guess before we get into the the Disney stuff, I guess we're now taking a little detour to
2: <laughs> Marvel. Uh,
0: <clears throat> yeah. So I watched it just last night, um, and so it's fresh. It's f- super mm. fresh. In I my watched mind. it on Friday. Well, when it came out, right? So yeah, and uh, and yeah, I like I said earlier, I I mean, it was again. Spoiler tag for now. Mortal Kombat. End of spoilers for Falcon of the Winter Soldier. Um, so it was. It was fun. I, I did like it better than the '90s movie, which I loved the '90s movie when I was a kid. Um, but I go back and watch it now and recognize that like it's got a, cu- a couple snappy one-liners. You know, there's a a five thousand dollars sunglasses asshole. Hey.
1: Or- <laughs> 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 I will always, I always like the, like like Christopher Lambert going. I don't think so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, um, you know, it, it definitely had its 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 moments. And Robin Shao, I think, was a fantastic. Oh, Kang. um But Ludie Lin did a great job. I, I mean, I thought the action in the movie was great. I just felt like it it was a little ham fisted with some of its exposition in sure. terms of like bringing people in and everyone having to literally say their names. Um, their own names. It was just like... <laughs> I'm Scorpion.
1: I thought... See, that's the thing. I, I, it it would have made sense if he was like, if he was like, you killed me, but now, you know, like something about like you killed me, but now I will like, even after death, like I'll still come for you. You know, like a scorpion. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> right, right. you know, something- he's just like, no, I'm Scorpion now. I'm it's Scorpion like, now.
0: why? why? <laughs> <you> scorpion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I... I think that was one one definite failing. And then the other thing was. How do I even say this? Um, that it was I, a setup? I, I think it was so much of a setup for a series, but I feel like movie whatever. Right, but I feel like the. I feel like the. If the if the whole movie had just done what the first 20 minutes to a half hour of that movie did, it would have been a much better movie. The first yeah. the beginning of that movie is so solid. Especially the, the Bihan Hanzo Hazashi opening. Oh, it sure. It's yeah. such a solid opening to a movie. The problem is it the whole movie just then downgrades its whole second half to. Mortal Kombat like literally like arcade style two people fighting like let's all split up and fight the way we would if it was a tournament anyway the way they do in the video game like you know what I mean like it literally just became a fight fest with blood and gore and while that's great and totally part of the Mortal Kombat like flavor um Part of its failing, I feel like, was not only that, but the structure of, even with the limited characters that they used, it was too bloated. It was too bloated. I would have much preferred a really tight movie about um, Hanzo slash Scorpion, or even if you wanted to bring, again, spoiler, if you wanted to bring Cole Young into this and have it be the blood of Hanzo, I would have much preferred a tight story where maybe we see some of these other characters in the background, but, but like, especially if they're saying like the mortal combat tournament isn't even, is, is not happening yet. Yeah. It's, it's going to happen. It's yeah. going to happen. I would have much preferred to follow a much tighter story about Cole being obsessively hunted down by sub zero. And sort of he he maybe touches upon these other characters here and there for a second, like interweaving, but really just following Cole and the and the, you know, Hazashi bloodline and, and then Scorpion rising from the ground. And then there being that moment. like, I think there was so much more if we had just focused tighter on those characters mm-hmm. than trying to give everybody. They're just desserts and their own backstory and their own interweaving, right? Like Liu Kang, clearly, if we know from not only Mortal Kombat plot, but also from like even the 90s movies plot, if you've never played the games, Liu Kang can can take up a movie on his own.
1: Yeah, of course. That, I mean, that, Liu Kang is
0: he's like, he the is, main character. Right. I don't care that you're making Cole Young the character of this movie. Liu Kang is the main character. Liu so. Kang,
1: Luke Kang <laughs> is the main like. Of all the characters in this movie, Liu Kang is the main character. Like I only got to know him for five minutes before he was like, "Let me give you, uh, let me give you a backstory and a reason for why I'm doing this and a way that I will try and improve." And in- because right now I need to improve and I will improve, I have a character arc potentially, like. He like was a main character, but then it was like, I have armor. And I was like, I don't. That's not.
0: But they do that. They did that for every character. Every character had their own little thing. And that's the problem. The problem was it was too bloated. Cole Young liked to get punched. He didn't like it, it, but he did. Whether or not he liked it or not. Right. But that 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 story could have been could have been Mortal Kombat. And then the next movie could have been like. In present day, could be now going into the the tournament. So they've put a halt Shang Sun's like tomfoolery, and now we're going into the actual tournament. And maybe that movie, Cole Young, is now sort of a side character, and it's Liu Kang's story. You know what I mean? And we and we focus in on Liu Kang, and we sort of see that backstory of what Kung Lao meant to him and them growing up, and everything that he talked about in this movie and then we see Liu Kang winning Mortal Kombat as per video game style, right? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if if they approached the Mortal Kombat movies similar, I guess the best way I can say it is they tried to make the Avengers before making the individual movies. And what they should have done is made the individual plot movies and then gone to the Avengers. And I'm not saying that every single company of 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 people needs to copy the Marvel formula because I think there's too many people that are doing that mm, and it's yeah. not and it's not working for a lot but I do think in the case of Mortal Kombat that's exactly what it needed. They 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 just sort of went right into the Avengers and they were like we don't have enough time and enough movie to give you everybody so we're just going to just throw them all at your face, see what sticks, kind of have a loose plot throughout and and then fight. Whereas so, yeah. if they had done like as I said, if they had did like If each movie had a bit of like the present and what's happening, but really focused in on on a single like character. I mean, I think that'd be great, especially because, you know, after, like I said, start with the Hazashi, Bihan, Lin Kuei, like that whole conflict. Right. Move over to Liu Kang, do some of that. Maybe move over to uh, you can put Jax, Sonya and Johnny Cage definitely in the same movie together and have that be their movie. Right. And then maybe we circle back and it comes uh uh oh my god, Bihan's brother, sub zero two, the cooler sub zero that's oh, good. Yeah, I can't um, remember I can't remember his um, name, but yeah.
1: It's like it's not coming to me. I mean I can Google it, right? yeah. Now. Anyway.
0: So then he comes back looking for revenge, finds out his brother was a dick, finds out this whole thing happens. We bring And now it's a Sub-Zero focused movie, like from the other perspective where we see why, like what's going on with Lin Kuei. Maybe even you bring Quan Chi into it and his manipulations, right? Like there's so much you could do if you just my point is, is that it was lacking that tightness and. Um, you know, but hey, special effects were cool. I appreciated that they all had powers, and they had a like s- such a random explanation for how they got powers. But I loved it. I was just like, great. I I didn't appreciate the fact that how hard it was for some of them to get powers. then all like, my God, the fact that Sonya is just like she has the Arcana, the Mark for maybe what. 10 minutes and Uh, she's like no no not 10 minutes more
1: like 30 uh, seconds more like two two minutes more like about two minutes the the pacing of the movie i can almost pinpoint exactly where it happened it was they it was like the moment kato turned on them no 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 i think the pacing in this movie went bananas like when they stepped into Raiden's temple. temple, that's when I feel like it went crazy, because before that, like I was just thinking about it because I was trying to think like, OK, like when do I feel like the pacing sort of went crazy before they got in the desert? They were like on a plane and there was like a fun, like character moment with Kano and like uh, and like I and the second half of that movie would not have ever had anything like that. No, like at all. So I feel like it was like the second half was like they were like Raiden we're in Raiden's temple and now Shang Tsung is here and all of his everyone's here. And I was like,
0: what is I was, and all what these is, other Mortal Kombat characters that you don't really know because we're saving all the rest here. of them
1: and Cabal's here and he's got like a wild accent. I don't know how, where he got it or what is, but he's got one. He's really heavy and
0: it's something I'll tell you. I'm circling back to what I was saying before. The one thing that Mortal Kombat did really well, it made me love Kano, and yeah. Kano starts the movie as an anti-hero, not as a villain. I mean, villain in his deeds, but as in terms of what he is to the story at the time, he's an anti-hero, and I loved the character so much that I literally turned to my wife and I said, "I was like, look, I know that Kano's a bad guy in the games." Mm-hmm. I know that he's been a but bad maybe. guy in every movie. I said, but I really want this Kano to just be an anti hero. Leave <laughs> this Kano alone. Please keep Cabal, this character.
1: And then Cabal was like, you know, you could be evil. And <laughs> Kano was like, Where do I sign?
0: He's <laughs> like it's like take, take your prize. <laughs> Double it, double it again, double it <laughs> again. The fuck are you waiting for? And <laughs> like, all right.
1: <laughs> I mean, he had so many, God, he had so many, like, great, so many great quotes. Like, he was, he was like, a Like, you got a pen and paper? All right,
0: fuck you, go fuck yourself. <laughs> right. he, he was a great character, and I was just so sad because I was like, I would, I would have loved to have seen anti-hero Kano. And if they really wanted to make him go the heel route, again, save that for another movie. Let him be on the side of good now. And then we. there's another movie where we see his downfall. Um, Also, the fact that they just straight up to a point where it almost felt sexist. I know it was like, oh, you don't have the mark. But the way they just straight up ostracized Sonya Blade in the beginning, I was like, what the fuck, guys? Like, you need all the Ooh. help you can get. Just she's got guns, literal I, uh, guns. She can shoot like, there's people. Eno-
1: there's not enough people here to fight for Earthrealm. And they were like, I'll fight for Earthrealm. It's like. Not enough people. Crazy. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I'm right here. And they're like, well, you don't count as like a... You don't you're, count you're as not, like a you're per- person. person. You're not a person. <laughs> you don't
0: have you don't have the trademark tattoo.
1: You don't have the tattoo, and 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 someone uses like motions to call, and he's like, but he sucks. <laughs> they're like, he and can't do like, shit. And they're like, yeah, but he has like a tattoo, and or Jax whatever. Is
0: missing his fucking arms.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you have you have you I've <laughs> got two arms and a lot of guns and military <laughs> training. <laughs> you've got you've got fucking. Uh, you got punching bag and the no arm man, and you won't take a woman.
0: Like I was, I was really upset about that. I was like, "Come on now!" I was like, "You have to give a better reason than you're a liability." Because I'll tell you what, your two other people with the marks, those are the ones that are the liabilities right now. <laughs> and then, then mean, they
1: killed Kung Lao. They always do. The man yeah. can't. He can't make it.
0: I liked Kim. I liked that he took Kung Lao's ribbon and turned it into his headband. Yeah. That was cool. That's cool. Um, I appreciate that. I appreciate
1: seeing yeah, I mean seeing all the fatalities that seeing all like the fatalities and stuff was cool. I appreciate that. Scorpion should
0: have gotten more screen time too. That's another thing. Like that actor, I don't know his name, but he's been um, in so freaking much.
2: Oh, oh, oh. I think oh. the first
0: time I saw him was in Lost like years ago. Oh. Um but he's incredible. He was yes, also he, in, is. he was also in The he Last is. Samurai. He was like like that dude who like hates Tom Cruise at first then comes around to him in The Last Samurai. Like he's been in so many good movies and and I just I was I was so upset that like granted he had the best part in the movie was which was that opening, like such a strong opening, but still that that was such an underutilized actor. Um oh, so good. It?
1: It's uh it's a uh... I obviously don't care about... I obviously don't care about the 2014 action TV show Scorpion. Why would I want that? Who wants that? Come on. Come on.
0: If it was starring him, me.
1: <laughs> well, it wasn't. That's what I'm saying. Why would I want to know? Hiroyuki Sanada. That's it.
0: Yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Overall, like I said... Saying what I said before, I'll say it again. If you're a fan of the series, you will like this movie. If you are, you know, a fan of the 90s movie, you'll like this movie, most likely. Um, if you're not a fan of one of those two things, then you got a 50-50 shot. And if you're a fan of neither, you are you're, you just skip it. Skip it. And because you're, God, If you're God, a fan of it.
1: Annihilation, uh, I don't know, who are, who are you? If you're a fan Reach of Annihilation,
0: you'll definitely love this movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, when I was a kid, when I was a kid, I loved Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Annihilation, just because it was like, whoa, Motaro <laughs> and Shiva and and whoa. like, I was like, whoa, they're here. It wasn't even they it d- didn't matter at all what they did. The fact that they existed on didn't, the screen didn't I matter was that like, they
0: killed the best character in the opening moments, and that's why the actor who played him would not return because oh, he no, I thought it was the
1: other way around. I thought it was that he he wasn't going to come back. And they were like, "Well, then we'll He's, just kill him."
0: I, I don't know if that's why they—that's why they gave him that exact death. But I do know that the reason he didn't return is he read the script and was unhappy with the role of Johnny Cage in the sequel.
1: Which is fair Ooh. because he was literally one of the best people in the first movie. So it would be like, you know, right? That's fair, and that's a—I fa- think that's a fair reaction. Especially right. if it's, you're gonna get your—you're uh, gonna get your neck broken in the beginning. Like, yeah, I, I wouldn't either by yeah. a man by a man wearing a Shao Kahn costume. Not Shao Kahn. <laughs>
0: by a, a con- man wearing a Shao Kahn costume, by a cosplayer.
2: Yeah, by a <laughs> Shao
0: Kahn cosplayer. Um yeah. Anyway, that was Mortal Kombat. So now we're going to take a take a end of Mortal Kombat spoilers. Super detour now to our next topic, which is so I, I I came back from Disney about a week ago. Is it a detour or is it like a road? This is the Isn't road. This road? is the path. This is where we've been heading, really. OK, yeah. Um, so I went to Disney. I kind of updated Alex with a little bit of my time there, but I just felt like I needed to talk about. I mean, overall, Disney's great. It's been great. Um, you know, if you've never gone, go so much fun Um. You, you always feel you always feel like a kid there. Um, you know that that's Sounds not Cinderella great. walking around, but you're going to call her Cinderella and get all giddy and wave to her when she waves to you. You're like, oh my god, it's Cinderella! <laughs> Sounds <I'm> great. <laughs> um, but honestly, I I want to talk primarily right now about Galaxy's Edge um, because that's on brand and relevant <laughs> to the interests. Um, so. I went to Galaxy's. I have to go again. Obviously, Galaxy's Edge was. It was awesome. It was just awesome. The set work, I mean, any set work at Disney Pandora in Animal Kingdom, even right, is incredible because a lot of it is no longer a lot of it is made out of materials like the stone is stone, yeah, or cement like it's not wood that has scaffolding. I'm sure some of it is that sort of like set work. But most of the things you are seeing, Disney puts the money into. This isn't like your little six Flags gimmick. No, this no. is, I mean,
1: no, Disney's got the Disney's got the fuck you money.
0: They've got the fuck you money and they use it. They use it well, because I'll tell you what, like some of the some of the shit that I was seeing in. I, it was unreal. It was unreal. You really do feel like you are in the middle of the Black Spire Outpost um, in the Galaxy's Edge. Like, it is so aesthetically pleasing. 360 degrees around the way you look. You, you, you don't even it's see just Star Wars. You just see Star Wars. You see Star Wars, especially when you get there. It's in the back part of Hollywood Studios and you go like through like a little cave tunnel. It's not a very <sighs> long one, but you go through it to enter this place and it is so you are you are engrossed. They've got, granted, another reason why I want to go again is to see what it's like when it's not COVID. Sure. Um, Because lines at Disney right now are, are, they're, they're spaced, and so there's people everywhere snaking. I mean, I'm sure that's probably the case anyway, but, like, it's not, a lot of times when you see people standing around, you think they're just standing there, and they're actually online for something that's, like, Over in a completely different section, but it's just because of the six feet of distance of lines than the way it snakes. They just happen to be standing where you're like standing at that moment. Yeah. So I would love to see it when it doesn't have that. I would also love to see it when the characters are allowed to walk and be a little bit more free. They had some nice things. There was like a little garage where like Ray and Chewbacca would come out once in a while and maybe some others that I didn't see, but I saw them at least twice. Um, They had stormtroopers um, coming out of like a TIE fighter and, you know, the stormtroopers are great. I don't really know how they clearly have a set number of things they can say. And it's a lot of things. They have a lot of things that they can say. I just don't know how they're selecting those things. The stormtroopers are saying, yes, the stormtroopers. I don't know how they're selecting those things because they're not pressing any buttons. I was going to say they're playing. They're playing voice lines like like they've got. They've got like, you know, you come here like it's got but it's like sounds like the stormtrooper like voice in the helmet and like the like Mm -hmm. you know the stormtrooper voice it's if and and it's like you know what if and and it's like you know stand here and and what if what if what what if they're not that's not their voices i know but what if but what if though what if what what if they are it's not it's not because like i said there's (laughs) the reason i know for sure is my son My son had asked a question that required an answer, Uh, like an actual answer, and he couldn't essentially. uh, Dresden, like he told Dresden, do I have it on film? I don't remember if I filmed it. It might have been Bevan that filmed it, um, and I'd have to find
2: I would have to get it from
0: her. But he he was called up by a trooper. I don't have it. Otherwise, I'd play the audio. He was called up by a trooper and, you know, it was like, you come here. And then like, you know, insert generic line about like, you know, how do you have you seen any of like, you know, the resistance or, you resistance know, blah, blah, blah. And, yeah. um, and Dresden said something Dresden snarky. And he said <laughs> he then was like, I know who your boss is. And he was like, he was like, oh, yeah, or something like that. And 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 just was like, yeah, isn't it Darth Vader? And the guy shook his head no. And then he says, oh, then it's Kylo Ren. And the guy wanted to say sort of, but didn't have a sort of answer. So he tilted his head and waved his hand in the sort of motion. And then what came out was affirmative. So again... Like they they only have a select number of things they could say. But again, the number of those things is incredible. And I don't know how they are actually making those selections simply because unless unless they're talking to a voice assistant and the voice like in the helmet. So like maybe he says affirmative in the helmet and then it plays the affirmative voice on the speaker within the helmet for the like, you know what I mean? If it's something of that nature, but it's nothing physical. Because not, mm. the only thing they're holding is their blasters, and and I watched his hands. It wasn't like he was tapping a special button on the blaster. Yeah. No, nah, it was just like there's 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 a, there's a Disney magic way in which it Yeah, I was gonna
1: say uh, it. That sounds the most right to take off. Yeah, to take off the sort of like you know magic of Disney thing. It's probably it probably is some kind of
0: um like it's like a like a text to speech thing. It's probably. But, but it, it is. But it only has like, a certain number of things that he can say.
1: Yeah, that like you know it'll I mean? recognize like it'll only it'll only recognize certain things. So I, he could say whatever he wants, but unless it's something that the thing can recognize. I'm sure that they they go through training courses where they're like, here are the things you say. Here are the inflections and the tones that you have to use in order for the thing to pick up what you're trying to say in order to play it. Yeah, that, I mean, that sounds very true. I watched I watched uh, I've been watching a lot of Defunct Land and uh, which Uh, For those don't know, is a YouTube series about uh, not just uh, not just like old failed things like old failed attractions or anything, but like also about like uh, old attractions that like just went away like this crazy black cauldron one in Japan that was like so horrifying, but at the same time was like so cool that we just never got here. Um, But uh, in it, there were so many for so much of Disney they spent so much time being like, like, here's this. We want to do this thing that's impossible. And they're like, all right, well, uh, we like we got to figure out how to do the impossible thing. Otherwise, you know, that's what we're being asked to do. And and I think that's really there. That's why really they're super. I mean, obviously, there are other superpowers having infinite money. But like, other than having infinite money, it seems like a the lot Disney of the sort of, Yeah. The
0: imagine
1: the imagineering is like it's real.
0: I'm gonna. It's I'm gonna use that segue into what was the best ride I've ever been on in my life. Now, mind you, the reason I need to go back. Another reason why I need to go back is I didn't get to go on the Millennium Falcon ride mm. um, because I've. We found out very early on on our, like first or second day that Dresden and Ronan were not the. They weren't. My kids weren't the biggest fan of like anything that had some sort of flight simulation. Um, and also <clears throat> Ronan is also, he's, I think he has some sort of hypersensitivity to sound. He doesn't really mm. like loud noises. Sometimes he tolerates them fine. Other times, like, I mean, there are times where he, fl- he flush the toilet in front of him and sometimes he'll instantly go to close his ears, like with his hands to cover mm. them. Um, because he just doesn't like the, doesn't like the noise. So again, I'm, I, I we didn't go in the, the Millennium Falcon, Smugglers run because I knew it was gonna be another flight simulation and and they were both gonna hate it. So we just we didn't go. Um but the but the ride that I did go on, I got on the chase ride, the chase ride of the whole park, which is Rise of the Resistance. Rise of the Resistance is the only ride right now, currently at Disney that they're testing out and using the virtual queue system on because it is the number one most popular ride at the park. What is Rise of the Resistance?
1: No, 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 the the virtual, that they're using the virtual queue. Yeah, for the Rise of Resistance ride.
0: I'm saying, what is the virtual queue? Oh, what queue is the virtual queue? Ones. So, yeah, I was, I was going to explain it. So, oh, sorry. Oh, no, please. I So, the virtual queue system, how that works is you have to wake up early because it opens at exactly 7 a.m. Oh. Eastern. And you go on your Disney World app. Their app is everything. Of course. Um, you and I knew that from the last time I went to Disney that like the app is like cheaty face hacks. You have to have the app or you're just going to you're going to hate everything. Um, So the virtual queue is on the app at exactly seven. You have to refresh on the virtual queue page. Like you have to be set. And it, it reminded me of buying a PS five, right? Like it's just first come first serve, get in, click buttons fast as you can or you don't get on the ride that day. That's it. Like they have so many spots. If you get it and I got it, I got all four of us hit it really quick. And even I did it as fast as my fingers could fly. And we were boarding. We were, we were with boarding group 50 and, and, and I was like, wow. Um, so they opened the queue up at seven and I think they do it one more time at 1 PM for, for like if they had less people or if they have opening spots, they open up the queue again at 1 PM for like extras, but that's it. And you can only go, go on one time per boarding group that you have. So like if you've done it, like you're, you're pretty much going to go on that ride one time a day is what it's Mm going to equate to. It's not something you can just be like, let me get on the back of the line and wait for another three hours to get on. Like it's just going to happen. So then you just wait, you wait until it's time for your boarding group to go on. They call your boarding group on your app. You get the notification. You then go online you go, th- and it's not just your boarding group. It's usually like a group of groups. It's like now boarding groups forty four to fifty, so there's still a, is a line, but it's not as bad as most lines in the park. Um, and you you zip through, and as you're walking through, you're going through this network of caves and this. And, and I'm gonna I'm gonna set the scene for you. Just, just strap in for this. So you're going through and you're seeing like little bits of like resistance gear. There's like guns and blasters that are in like, you know, uh, these like metal cages. You got the little bombs, right? It's just you're going through what seems to be an, like a resistance compound that's built into a network of caves. That's the, just the line. When you finally reach the end of the line, you get to a room and in the room, BB-8 is at the top rolling back and forth, making all sorts of noises, hitting buttons with a little like. Cool little presser button that, you know, thing. The little little thumbs up lighter stick that he's got. (laughs) Um, And uh, so BB-8's doing doing his thing. Then out of nowhere, we get a call from Ray. Already my mind is blown. Why? Because it's a fucking hologram. And I'm not using that term lightly. No, like an actual... Like I mean, there was no screen... No projection wall. It was in a space not set against anything. It's just up on this thing. One moment, nothing there. Next moment, a fucking three dimensional hologram <laughs> of Ray appeared, and I was like, "The fuck!" I didn't know this technology existed. I thought this is what we were working towards. <laughs> like literally, I'm and I'm I'm like. I'm watching it. I'm like, that's a fucking hologram. I'm like, there's nothing behind. There's no screen. There's no where the proje- how is it projecting? There's nothing. It's on. It's just it's a self-contained projection. How is it doing that? Like I was freaking the fuck out and the ride <laughs> hadn't even begun. This was just plot. Can I, can I tell you the plot of the, of the ride? Not really. It's general. But the specifics. I had my kids with me. I was being wowed. Don't it, plot ensues plot happens ray says get on the fucking ship and up on a screen comes uh whatever the race of i call them the akbarians the admiral akbar race uh mon uh, uh, thank you and uh you know one of the resistance dudes he's one of them he's gonna you're gonna be on his ship poe is gonna be leading the squadron great you go outside You're outside, like it's still part of the like the you know, you're in an enclosed, like there's like a cave thing, but you're outside, there's the sunlight, fresh air, like you're you're definitely outside. And you go onto a ship. You go onto like a little, little, little resistant ship. You're like, great, this gonna be great. You go in, you stand there, you hold on. It's a standing portion of the ride. Where all of the windows are screens, and you watch as you take off from that exact spot, like it's as if you're taking, like they, they, they made it that way. And you go up in the space, and Poe is like, great, let's go here, let's go do a thing, no big deal. Uh-oh. Here comes the first order. And battles ensue, ships you know fighting and the whole thing the floor is moving like side and side like not much we're talking like little little bits but enough enough to where like you get the idea that there's like the idea of motion right yeah and you know a little rumble here and there if the ship gets hit whole bunch of other ships like you know get get exploded and die we get tractor beamed and so i'm thinking all right great so we'll walk out of here and we'll go to like whatever the next room is and we'll have to walk a little bit to get okay no no, the same doors that we that we entered through, the same fucking doors that were outside open, a first order officer comes in, says we're all now prisoners of the first order and to be sent to processing. We walk out we're on an imperial cruiser. It's the same doors. And I kid you not, I understand that the floor moved, but it didn't feel like an elevator. You didn't feel like it went anywhere however they disguised the movement and wherever we actually ended up i have no idea i don't know if it was a rotation i don't know if it was an elevator down it couldn't have been up the way it was built I, it was not an elevator ride up for sure um at least i don't think so i don't remember there being any i believe the ship that which the room was inside of I believe I could see over the top of it. I don't think like the cave rock was on top of it or something. Like it wasn't a tight fit to where that could be potentially a space for something to rise. Like we were, mm. however, it happened, we were in a different place. Now, I know, loyal listeners, that you will not be able to see what I'm going to describe, but I'm going to show a picture to Alex who can at least understand somewhat of what I saw. I walked out to this, which was a line of stormtroopers. And space, literal fucking space,
2: <laughs> and ships,
0: and like I, I, I don't, I don't know if I can get it focus mode. Um, some of them, models, think they they were models, and some of them animatronics. Some of their heads were moving, okay. and this and that. Um, but a line of troopers on a cruiser, like right, in space. In, right in the docking bay, with like the you know the the force field keeping us, keeping the yeah, ops, yeah. Like, of course. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I literally was just like, I don't, I. I don't know how we got here. Like my, my logical brain was like, I understand this is a ride. I understand. So you had to go
1: somewhere. You had to like, it had to do something, but like, but your brain, you're, you completely forget.
0: Like I had, I just don't know how, I just don't know how, and I don't know yeah. when, but the, the effect was amazing to walk out the same exact doors And be and like I said, you're now indoors in this gigantic space like it's huge. So that's Mm. that's why I was just like, I don't know where we were. My best guess is we went we went underground. That's my best guess. My second best guess is we rotated and like went through the back of the ship. And I have no idea. I just know the doors opened and it looked just like the ship did when we left. Like I looked back. It was the ship still. Yeah, same one. And we were and we were in this fucking. New place, so we then get led down hallways, all these first order people in character, rude as hell, funny to a degree, but you can't laugh at them because that'll piss them off. Anyway, (laughs) we get put into um, a holding cell. And at the top of the holding cell, there's like a little like, you know, I'm going to call it a video, but that cheapens it because, again, anything that is a window or a screen is such high quality resolution that it looks very much like the people are just there. So Hux is up there talking about how, like, you know, we're all going to be. I don't know. Doom and gloom bullshit. Kylo Ren comes in, more doom and gloom bullshit. All of a sudden, the cruiser's getting attacked. So the two of them have to go deal with it, leave us in the cell to rot for a bit while before Kylo Ren's going to come back and interrogate us for our secrets. Then you hear the sound of metal being rendered and the door, like a door away in the wall, like shh, opens up, falls in. <laughs> and this dude comes in and he's like, we're with the resistance we're here to get you out you go out that way into a little i'm going to call it a cruiser which now is the main part of the ride this is like the main part like everything else is to lead up to this this whole <laughs> the whole experience from bb8 till the end of this whole thing is probably a good 20 minute ride like if you if you if you count the whole thing it's like 20 minutes worth of this so you get onto this little cruiser with an R5 unit at the at the like that's gonna drive you. It is a trackless ride, which already is if you've never been on a trackless ride, is a creepy and amazing experience because you're not driving it and it's just moving and you just don't know where it's gonna go next.
2: Right. Sure. Yeah.
0: Most rides that you were on, we understand have a track. There's either a track above or a track below, a track on the sides, but it's got a track, so. You know, if as long as it's not as long as you're not in pitch darkness, you know where you're going next, because on a roller coaster, like it's not going to go off the rails somewhere unless, you know, or if it does, God bless you. Hope you live. (laughs) But, you know, you know, where this is a trackless ride. Magnets. I don't know. Pre-programmed bots. (laughs) I don't know. As far as I'm concerned, though, my R5 unit is driving this fucking thing. So we are zipping around this cruiser. There's fucking, I I see, I see Finn. He pulls off one of like the stormtrooper helmets and that line of stormtroopers. There's fucking beams and lasers shooting everywhere. (laughs) I should also mention we are not wearing 3D glasses. Everything that I am describing to you, I'm seeing in three dimensions in my own eyesight without having to wear any headgear or any peripherals, right? This is like, we are zipping around we're trying to get out of there. The R5 unit's going fucking nuts. We're watching people get zapped. Um, at one point, we we're like go up on an elevator. We go up somewhere. We go out. This like the, It's zipping around. We get to a dead end. And all of a sudden, through the fucking ceiling, Kylo Ren's lightsaber dips. And I watch as the metal superheats. And I'm literally seeing a lightsaber. Like, and it's <laughs> not like like what we buy i'm talking like movie style fiery laser blade is in my own vision <laughs> is cutting through the and i'm just like Whoa what the fuck? <laughs> And my kids are freaking out. My wife is freaking out. I'm like, this is amazing. My kids are like, oh my god, this is so scary. I'm like, this is the greatest thing I've ever happened. <laughs> and then, then the R5 unit freaks out. We zip out of there. More rumbling, more space shit. We get to this one area where Kylo Ren gets the drop on us. He's there. He's saying, you know, you're never going to escape this whole thing. He uses the force. This is an animatronic um yeah, version yeah. um so you know robotic it's there and he's and every time he re- reaches his hands out the whole like cruiser shakes and moves forward a bit The you know, R five unit freaks out and tries to put more energy into getting us out Over. of there yeah someone gets a lucky shot outside probably poe right it ends up blowing up a bunch of shit where kylo ren is standing and like shit drops on him and knocks him out and lets us loose You then end up cruising over into like a little escape pod and on the you know, on the window in front of you, I'm watching other escape pods load up and drop and I literally turn to my family. I go, oh, we're going to drop. And my, my family's like, wait, what? And then all We're of a sudden drop. we just whoosh and we <laughs> we drop. And it's not big. It's not like Tower of Terror drop. It's like 30 feet. So it's quick, but it's a it's a free fall for a small moment. And then that's it. Then you're flying. Then you are in this escape pod flying and you're watching through the pod window as like the R5 units freaking out as you're speeding back towards the ground of the planet that you just left. Big crash the pot opens up and out you roll back outside and your little cruiser back on the planet resistance. Is like, welcome back. Is everybody okay? And I'm just like, no, because that was the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. And I don't know how I have anything like that again. Like I was just like, I couldn't, I, I, it's, I mean, clearly, I have a lot to say, but I'm figuratively speechless. I'm obviously realistically not, but figuratively, I was I was speechless. I, I could not believe the quality of that ride along with what modern technology can do or maybe even advanced technology, because like I said, from the moment I saw that hologram, I was like, this shit's on another level because <laughs> I, I just never I just I, I if I if I couldn't explain it. It means something. Some magic. It was mad. Oh. It was Disney magic. <laughs> it was fucking magic. No, but like it was it was the best ride. It was the best ride. I cannot get over it. Um. So I I would go back just to do that. Right. Like let alone the fact that there's the rest of Disney World. That one ride alone is enough to pay for price of admission. I was woo, it was something uh, else, man.
1: I think well obviously right obviously you didn't send me a uh, well a video of that obviously um but uh what you did send me a video of was uh you in dresden building a lightsaber that was going to be my next and, uh my next thing and yeah. i i kind of want to say how this is a very weird it's a very weird statement i'm already prefacing it which is bad which means that i know <laughs> I want to tell you how I feel about what I watched it.
0: Yeah, sure, sure. I'd love okay. before before
1: I say, let me hear your
0: thoughts. Uh, yeah. So um so real quick, to... real quick, just before Alex okay. gets into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um I'm just going to say this for the so again, as he said, something you can do with Galaxy's Edge is you can for a premium of $200, you can build A lightsaber. It is not something you can do if you don't pay the extra money and you do have to pre-reserve ahead of time. Um, As with if you've never been to Disney before, let me just say to everybody, if you decide to go um, about it's something like 60 days in advance is when all reservations of all types open up your restaurants, any premium experiences or rides they open up the moment they open up be online, book them because they will fill up fast. I almost didn't get into savvy's workshop Um, for the lightsaber thing, because I didn't know it was a pre, I knew I had to pay $200, but I didn't know it was a reserved experience. So I didn't reserve it when I reserved everything else and then almost got fucked. And then I was like reloading for days and then happened to get lucky that someone canceled on one of the days I was there, rearranged some plans and got in. But anyway, premium service, you can reserve it $200. It it, for, for that price. Not only do you get to keep the saber you build, but it's you and up to one guest with you can go in and build. Go ahead.
1: So in it, I'm in what I'm going to say, I'm kind of going to be describing what I saw in said video. But obviously, there's more. There's probably more to describe other than what was in that video. But no, I'll tell you what. Not much. <laughs> OK, Yeah, I was going to say, because it seemed like the whole thing. I
0: started I started recording the moment we were going in. So, yes, that was that is the experience.
1: Um, I, uh, I, uh, I watched. So When the Mandalorian aired uh, and uh, and he goes like to. um, Wow, I forgot the name of the planet. That's crazy. Uh, When he gets back, like when he first gets to the to the bounty hunter HQ planet that for some reason I can't remember the name of. Fine. um, When he gets there. Yeah. When he gets (laughs) there and he's like going around the city and whatever. I was just like, God, I just love be like, I just love sitting in this world and just and just living in it and not even like he was literally just walking in the show. He was literally just walking maybe, down
0: the street. Maybe never go to galaxy's edge because you'll never leave. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't have the money. I don't have the money to never leave. Um, no, I don't, I'm not talking about money. I'm talking like you, I, if that's how you felt watching Mandalorian, you would find a way to just like sneak there and stay there forever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's probably true. Cause I, so Uh, Dave and Dresden go into this like workshop and I'm already like, okay, you know, it's playing some John Williams music. So I'm already like, okay, great. Perfect. You know, really setting this, this tone. And, um, and so the, the, uh, what was his name? Savvy. Savvy. Okay. So he starts talking and here's the, here's, the crazy thing. And here's how, like, I was enraptured. I was enraptured watching a YouTube video over Facebook Messenger or a, a, a video over Facebook Messenger. Like, I wasn't even in the room. Um, and I, my brain turned, like, tuned off the fact that he was like, he was wearing, that he was wearing a mask. And my brain completely tuned it off and didn't even think about it. Like, didn't even realize until a certain point. And I was like, oh, yeah, look at that. He's wearing a mask. Like, I didn't even think about it. Like, um, I so the John Williams music is playing and he comes in and and he starts like talking about, you know, like what it is to have a lightsaber and like all that stuff is, you know, hits right here. As soon as you play like the theme of the force or anything, I start, you know, I immediately I immediately start to like well up and get emotional because it's so it means so much. And he's like talking about and every single time he talks about like the color lightsaber and what it could mean and who used them. And like the color there was like, the it was literally, it's literally just a light in the back of the wall. Philly, but, it's like, like a fucking Phillips the, hue. Yeah. It's just a <laughs> Phillips <laughs> hue that's changing. With, but like, but like the music combined with him talking about like all these Jedi masters and these Sith that, and these people that came before and like, and what it meant and what it could mean. And I was just sitting there like, like, Oh my God. I was like, Oh my God, this is, I mean, this is incredible. Like, I'm just like, I'm just like, ah, 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 I want to be there. (laughs) Like, I was just like, I want to be in that room. That room sounds expensive, but I want to be in that room and look at it. And I was, and it was just like, just seeing that, and like, just, I I don't even know if I would have needed to keep the lightsaber. Like, I don't even know if I would have needed to keep the lightsaber. I know, I know I would
0: want to keep the lightsaber, but. (laughs) oh, you need to keep the lightsaber. Well, of course, of course.
1: (laughs) But I mean, like, but just like everyone in the room and just like talking about the talking about the pieces of a lightsaber and and just God, it was like. It was it so w- awesome. I literally told other people about what I saw. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, Dave was a galaxy's edge. And they did this thing and there was playing the John Williams music in the background. They're changing you, the lights. I mean, you could, have, about you could have just showed them
0: the video. If you wanted. Yeah, I could have, but
1: I did it. I, was, I couldn't even, my brain couldn't even, it was like, it was like, I got to tell
0: people about this, about this awesome shit I saw on this video on Facebook. Like, it was, it was, yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you want me to,
1: Sure. So, yeah, that was really like it was really just because obviously I didn't see that I didn't see the ride, but that was the one thing I saw, like, you know, like seeing like, you know, just like the blue, like the blue milk and, you know, and the stores and stuff. And, And I've seen I've seen pictures of Galaxy's Edge before, but for some reason, like just that that video was like. Was like, oh, shit. Like, oh, my God. It's like you're in Star Wars. It's just. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. OK, so you, I mean, that is the whole experience. But I'll tell you a little, little tidbits. I mean, first off, it's it's just ex- is exactly what you were feeling. Just magnify that by a thousand. And that's what I was feeling in that moment. <laughs> I mean, I, obviously, so excited for my son to be a part of that, too, because he was like he was freaking the fuck out. Like he was so like happy. <laughs> Um, but just some like insiders. So again, the I won't spoil the whole experience. Uh, minor spoilers here for the experience of Galaxy's Edge. Here I should have said that for the Rise of Resistance too. My bad. But minor minor spoilers for Savvy's Workshop. Um, um, or maybe even major ones. But anyway, you. So yeah. So the the experience pretty much is you get in. The general experience is you get in. This actor goes through, like as Alex said, what a lightsaber is me, what it a, means. Uh, those lightsabers. He's a. He's a, excuse me, yeah. he's a, he, uh,
1: let <laughs> not, he's a,
0: he constructs lightsabers. He's not a, he's, he's, not, not, an actor. he's not an actor. Come, come on. He's I, saw the video. I know he's an actual person who makes lightsabers. I will tell I, you, I on. was impressed. Like, look, I, it's funny that you say that because I, I was impressed with him in like from an acting perspective, his from an acting perspective, like, like I'm, I'm talking from someone who yeah. studies the craft. I can tell you that like Disney is not always like. The 100 percent best actors, this dude, his tone, the way he inflected certain words at certain moments, the way he rolled and improv certain things. I I was like, this dude has it. I was like, he as you said, I was like, this is this is him. This is the guy I was like, this is, <laughs> I'm in Star Wars. Um, so you build a lightsaber. And, I, and so here's a fun t- tidbit that you might have gotten from the video, but maybe not. But when Dresden and I went in, so when you when you build a lightsaber, you can choose from one of four colors. You can choose green, blue, purple or red at at Doc Ondar's, which is one of the shops right around the corner. Um, you can go in and Doc Ondar's has a lot of amazing merchandise, including the high replica lightsabers of like every major character, which is, there are also like expensive, but like amazing and well worth it. Um, But in addition, they sell holocrons and kyber crystals. And you can also buy a white crystal and a yellow crystal at Doc Ondar's. That's what you cannot get from building lightsaber itself. And... If you buy a red crystal at Doc Ondar's, there's a chance that you might get the rare black crystal, which is um, Snoke's crystal. And that crystal is only they they say somewhere between one in thirty five to one in one hundred that you get black. When Galaxy's Edge first opened, there was a trick where you could take a flashlight and you could shine it up against the tubes and you could actually see if one of the crystals was the black crystal. Disney wisened up. I'm telling you right now, it doesn't work anymore. They now put a black like construction paper on the sure. inside of the tube, which blocks all light. And therefore it is now just chance. So with that being said, Dresden and I were, were on the same page of the color lightsaber that him and I both wanted. Um, I don't know why Dresden picked it, but why I picked it, I, I know I wanted a yellow saber. Um, it's the saber of the guard. Um, I, I have a feeling that if, and I, and for, if you ever look into like what different colors of lightsabers mean and what they stand for, I looked into it a while back when I was playing uh, Jedi Fallen Order and I mm. wanted to figure out what say like saber color I wanted. I-, I got really into like Kyber crystal lore and this and that. And long story short, yellow is my is my jam. That's for me. Um, if I were in the Star Wars world, I'd think that yellow would be what I would end up with. I'd or- And I'd be part of the guard, maybe. So. We both agree we want yellow, but since we can't get yellow on the build, we're like, well, then what should we get? And before going, we had both settled on red. We're like, because that way we have because we weren't sure if we were going to buy any others. And so at the time, we were just like, if we're just buying the one, let's have the yellow and then we'll have a red. So we'll have like the light side, and the dark side, and that'll be it. So we're in there and he asks you, like, close your eyes. What color do you see? And I asked Dresden in that moment, expecting him to say red. And he says violet. And I was like, oh shit. I was like, I guess this we're doing something different now. So then when they come over with the Kyber crystals, I said, which one do you want, bud? Do you want the violet one? He goes, no, I want that blue one. So again, another change. And I'm like, okay. And I grab it. And then he tried to say, oh wait, like what about that other, but I told, but it's COVID. And it's one of those things where it's like, you touch it, it's yours. So I kind of tell him, I'm like, buddy, daddy already touched this one. This is ours now. This is our kyber crystal. So we got blue. So I'm like, okay. Went in thinking I was going to get red, turned to violet, became blue. More things happen, more talking. Again, I'm not going to give full spoilers for the the thing. But after you construct the saber, put the kyber crystal in, you get the parts, which, by the way, um, how the parts work is before you enter. Something you didn't see is before you enter, when you pay for it, they give you four different archetypes. The archetype of the parts that I chose was, uh, I think, called defense and protection. Um, hmm. And I, there's also like peace and justice. Um, power and control and nature and whatever goes with nature. And each of those lightsabers have different, you know, uh, general looks. And and you get like, you know, two different styles of like, you know, your hilts and this and that and two different emitters for each of those styles. But you have to pick one of those four ahead of time and they give you a pin to a Disney pin, an actual Disney pin if you've ever done Disney pin trading, which I'm not going to get into now. Um, But a Disney pin of that that style and then that's how they know what parts to put in front of you and I chose protection and, and defense because that's the style of the guard and we're getting the yellow so it was like hey, it tracks great so um, you know when we were all done after we've constructed the the saber and they've like locked it into like this little docking place um, he asks you know, I asked Dresden I was like alright bud like you know we got the blue it's what you wanted right and he's like no I think I actually wanted violet and I was like, oh, well, I was like, you know, it would be what it would be. Anyway, one of the best moments of the whole thing, by the way, big spoiler here, is he asks everyone to step forward and simultaneously activate their lightsaber. And holy <laughs> shit, that moment is incredible <laughs> <laughs> when you're just like, because you don't know. I mean, I had known because I had actually seen. A video of Savvy's before that when Savvy's opened I watched a YouTube video of it so I had remembered that that was going to happen so it was kind of not as a big surprise for me but like if you don't know what's going to happen they just take your hilt you put it on the thing you activate it, and all of a sudden it has a blade on it and it act is fucking incredible and especially around the room with all the blades going nuts um the original blade I got was actually a little faulty Disney being on top of things guy came over said blade not working all right I was like yeah it keeps deactivating he quickly just chucked it grabbed me another one bing bang boom (laughs) gave it to me and was like here you go so another little fun thing that wasn't in that video we leave we get out i'm so excited i'm like i got this saber so incredible they gave me a carrying case it's that black case there obviously i'm going to show you the saber i would not do all this without showing it to you and for the podcast you mentioned you mentioned this right over messenger what this what happens here yeah. Yeah. yeah so we we get out and then dresden says like he's smiling he's giggling I'm like, what's up, buddy? I was like, was that cool? He's like, I have a secret. I said, what? I was like, what's your secret, buddy? He goes, well, they told me I could only, I can tell you, but I can't tell anyone else. And I'm like, who are you talking to? What did this happen? <laughs> somehow, Disney being so good with children, somehow, at some point in the middle of all of that, one of the workers came over to Dresden and said, hey, buddy, I heard you wanted violet and gave him a violet Kyber crystal. So we got a free violet Kyber crystal out of the goodness of Disney's heart. Didn't pay a dime. They just gave it to him. And I was like, but I was like, that's so awesome. <laughs> so we ended up, we were going to talk Andars. We ended up getting the white crystal along with the yellow. So now we had white, yellow, blue and violet, right? Um, and we ended up getting a Jedi holocron. Something else about the crystals is each of the crystals not only have not only are, there, are those colors, but there are four different cuts of the crystal, and depending of on course. the cut of the crystal will depend on whose crystal it's based off of. And the only way you'll really know that if if you don't look it up, the only way you'll really know that is if you buy the Jedi or Sith holocrons, throw the crystal in the holocron, and you'll hear and the, see. you'll hear the voice. Yeah. Um, so, violet, purple is always Mace Windu. Just what the Holocron says is different depending on which version you have. I can only think of one person for white. Well, that's funny. Who did you think of for white? Uh, I mean, I thought of Ahsoka for white. Ahsoka is one of two that you can get. Oh, there's two. I did not get, well, there's four crystals, but two of them are Ahsoka. Two of them is someone else. (laughs) Um, which I'll get to in a moment I'll actually play it for you because I have the holocron too and I'll play it for the audio okay so I'll leave I'll leave that I'll leave that aside um my blue crystal I got old school obi-wan like Ben Kenobi um, okay yeah and uh so that's awesome um I got Yoda for my green crystal which oh I didn't mention that so what I was gonna say is we left and I hadn't bought green or red and I told my wife I was like ugh can I have to go back? I, I was like, I was like, I can't wait till we get the greater red. And she's like, well, at this point, you already spent all this money. Why didn't you just finish the set? I was like, because I thought you were going to get upset. So we didn't go back to Doc Ondar's. At the end of our vacation, the last day, the day of our flight, we had time to kill. We went to Disney Springs, which is like a little shopping area that Disney has outside of the, the Disney World proper. At Disney Springs, they have a Star Wars outpost the outpost sells kyber crystals. So I bought green and red. So uh, the only thing I didn't get was I didn't get a Sith holocron. Um, but I think How many. But I think hmm. based on the based on the red crystal cut, I looked it up. I believe I have Vader's saber um, or Vader's crystal. And then um, the others you can get for red. Oh, if you're wondering, I should have mentioned. So for green, it's pretty much Qui-Gon Jinn or Yoda. Um, I was wondering for yellow. I can or, or only or think you, of one you yellow. Get, you can get Luke for for, for green as well. Green. Um, oh, yeah. I can only think of one yellow. Who do you think of for yellow?
2: Hmm.
1: Well, I thought I thought Plo Koon, but now I'm not so sure. Is it? Yeah. Wait. No. Wait. Isn't it? Isn't Plo Koon Saber yellow?
0: I don't think it was Plo Koon who the alternate yellow is that I, I got one thing and I think it's one of two and I, and I don't remember who I got to remember who the other one is. I could probably look it up. Um, red, you can obviously get, you know, you can get Sidious, you can get Darth Maul or you can do Darth Vader. Um, if you get the black, you get Snoke. Um, hold on.
1: God, I imagine you've
0: got, I wanted it when I opened it up. I wanted, I wanted the Jaren Uh, just looking it up right now. Just kidding, he
1: wouldn't have, he wouldn't be on Holocron. Oh, so
0: the, I'll tell you the yellow I didn't get. The yellow I didn't get was actually Moz. Moz is one of the, oh. is one of the yellows. Okay. Um, I have a list here, so here's the full list. Is that then just, is the, isn't that, wait. Oh, don't worry, there's more.
1: Wait, wait, wait.
0: <laughs> there's more. Um... So blue, you can get Luke or Obi-Wan, old Obi-Wan. And I've got, okay. I've got, I got Obi-Wan. Green, you can get Yoda or Qui-Gon. Um, and mind you, there are four cuts of each. So they say different things. There are like two different Obi-Wans, two different Lukes. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. So Yoda or Qui-Gon for green. Purple is all Mace Windu. Yellow <laughs> is Maz or what I got, which I'll play. Um, White is Ahsoka or what I got. I was actually hoping for Ahsoka. Um, red is Darth Maul. Palpatine, Dooku, Vader, and then in black is Snoke. Which Darth Maul, Phantom Menace Darth Maul, or Clone Wars Darth Maul? I don't know who does the voice. I <sighs> I have to look it up. Um, but regardless, um, I yeah so. Then they. Ha- so the only thing I didn't get essentially was the the Sith holocron, which I'll have to get next time so I can actually play the the correct thing. Because if you put the Sith crystal into the Jedi holocron, something else happens. Explodes. Um, <laughs> so something else I'd like to mention about the lightsaber, which is really fucking cool, um, and is that when you, depending on what crystal you put in, not only changes the color, but it changes the sound of the saber as well.
1: Oh yeah, because I mean Kylo Ren's is more. Right, faculty and
0: right, but I mean you can't get his. But hold on, now oh, now yeah. it's time for some some audio. Dave is going to
1: going and grabbing his the bag with the lightsaber in it, and now he's grabbing. I think that's the kyber crystals he's grabbing in a box. Here it
0: comes. Okay, so holocrons, kyber crystals come in these tubes. Okay, um, and they are awesome over here uh by the way if you're wondering the technology behind them is all F- rfid chips um, of course and, and you can actually get a uh you can get a oop, oop, there we go you can get a uh like a hacked red crystal that someone has painted black and changed the rfid to match the number of snoke you can get a hacked one on ebay for like yeah sure. 35 bucks but like where is the fun in that you know Mm. right so anyway so this this is a cool bag that they give you um, it's got foam padding on the inside protects the saber it's that's really good nice. yeah saber's heavy it's 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 metal it's the deal um, so here is my lightsaber nice okay uh, and for those that can't see it I'm about to ignite the yellow saber
1: Your your microphone muffled it. Did it? Oh, yeah, because I think
0: because I think it, I think oh, it was about loud noise. If I am gonna try talking while I'm doing it. Here it comes. Is it still muffling it? Uh, I might have to increase the audio. Now I can hear it. Now I can hear it.
1: That's cool. If you see it further away, does it maybe the mic maybe the mic doesn't like it?
0: Also, I'm just gonna say this right now on camera. It looks incredible. <laughs>
1: Well yeah, it looks like light. It looks yeah, like I mean,
0: pure, it's like like, you know, pure energy and, and pure it's energy, really good. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah. Yeah.
1: Well that might come through on your end. yeah than I, mine. I think it
0: is coming through. Here, I'm gonna yeah. I'm actually for your for your uh for your stuff, let me just do this. Um maybe I should change I'm gonna change to push I sort of heard I'm, it. I'm gonna change to push to talk for a second. Give me one moment. all right all right can you hear me
2: Mm -hmm. yeah there
0: we go I like I like that cool right it's cool and then uh and then like I said so the crystals will will change um you know what that sounds like uh it's it's pretty awesome hold on (laughs) There we go. Okay, so uh, I went off push to talk. Like I said, we'll do. I'll do my best to try to get the input to want to do it correctly. But you know, we'll see. We'll see if it'll. We'll see if you hear the, the rest holocron, of them. You're saying? Um, well, in general. So the, the yeah. so the holocron. Um, first, I'll open it up and I'll put the white crystal in, which doesn't involve me taking the crystal out of the saber. Um, oh no, where's the? Oh, it's right there. Um, so you can hear who so I said said, Ahsoka was one option okay I got the other option I was hoping for Ahsoka uh here's my white kyber crystal it goes into the holocron box okay you then activate the holocron and it will color itself like the color of the crystal inside of it okay is with me, and I am with the Force. And I fear nothing for all this, as the Force wills it. Donnie Yen, baby.
2: Wait, yeah, I was gonna say, wait, what?
0: I went with the Force, and the Force is with me. Yeah, no, I, yeah. Okay.
2: Okay. The Force is strong.
0: The Force is with me, and I am with the Force. And I fear nothing, all this, as the Force wills it. So it's random with the phrases that you're going to get, but there's a there's a few of them in there. So yeah. Huh. So two, so two non
1: Jedi, two non Jedi have
0: kyber crystals. Voice lines. Yeah, interesting. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. Right? Yeah. It's like what, mm-hmm. did, what does it mean? What, what
1: does, does it mean? mean? <laughs> what does this galaxy's what does this galaxy's edge toy <laughs> I mean? I, I mean, it is all
0: canon. Oh, technically. Yeah, it is canon.
1: It is all canon. So. Including stormtroopers having voice detects in their helmets. That's actually also true. I mean, why do you think they all sound the same? <laughs>
0: um, so this is the emitter and what it looks like when you um, take the crystal out, when you put a new crystal in. Like, I'll show you uh, the blue, which, again, this is more of a classic sound that I'm sure you'll recognize. Um, but you see it like, makes a noise. And then lights up on the center um, once you get the crystal placed properly. Which is not as easy as it sounds. Um, even in the video, I had trouble sort of placing the crystal in the center of the emitter. Um, it's very finicky. But I'm actually, you...
1: you know, honestly, I'm actually sort of surprised that Disney lets you record
0: inside like the entire thing. Yeah, they actually they actually said it in the beginning. They were like, no flash photography, but please take as many holocron scans as you would like and i was like all right i hope you got it you got it <laughs> uh even in the video the guy was you know Asavi asked me he was like you know who built i was like i built and he was like i was like he uh he recorded the holocron scans and he was like oh yes very important job <laughs> <laughs> I was like, here we go so here there's more classic sound for you and there's uh, i mean i don't know if i got yeah, but style. yeah and you know the I don't know how much of that went through and got muffled. No, I, but a
1: bunch of it did. A bunch of it did. It's really it was really the ignition and and when it went away, like when the audio when the audio peaks the highest, that's when it.
0: Right. That's
1: that's when Discord goes. No, no, no.
0: So this is the yellow. It looks a little greenish, obviously, because it's a blue holocron.
1: Right. And you said it's either Maz or whoever this is.
2: A temple guard's mask and robes confer anonymity and symbolize emotional detachment. During guard service, you surrender your identity, your weapon, and everything
0: else. Only your commitment to the order remains. It's a temple guard. And not just any. They gave him a name. Disney released his name. His name is Colomo Reed. And there is zero information about him right now. Um, It is just a character... That is... do
1: my man. God, do my man. Play <laughs> dirty Like that <laughs> doesn't even get a blind. He saved all those trees, saved all those clone troopers. He didn't have to do it. And he did. I mean, and if... he doesn't get the He doesn't get the recognition he deserves. I mean,
0: look, if I was to if I was to guess, I would say this is a character they're saving for something. Um, I
1: mean, that, yeah, that'd be, I mean, that'd be cool. Like, Like, yeah, it's, it's, you know,
0: knowing Disney, it's not going to be some, it's not going to be a throwaway. Like, there's a reason it's this specific temple guard. And Mm. and we just don't know. Like, in a few years, we'll be like, oh my God, I can't believe I have Colomo Reed's crystal. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, it'll be amazing. Um, That's what they, that's what they want you to think. Yeah, right.
1: (laughs) They'll give you the thing and he'll be like, who is this? And he'll be like, oh. Nobody, nobody, right now, and you go. Oh, that means someone
0: in the future, and they go. Well, we won't say. But uh, but yeah, it's cool, man. The lightsaber is cool, uh, for sure.
1: Well, you get well, right? I mean, you build the lightsaber, and then you can just get all the, you know, like it's not like you need to commit to one, to one glow. Right. So that's like I feel like that's really the huge draw of it is that it's like you you build the lightsaber itself, and then
0: you know and what's great whichever what's great is that the blades come off and they're interchangeable like these blades work on all of there's a 36 inch model and a 24 inch model you get the 36 inch with the build a lightsaber but these blades work on all of the um lightsabers including the like the replicas like you can like if you were to get like luke's lightsaber I wouldn't need to get another blade. I could just, if, unless I wanted to have like two full right. lightsabers, sabers, I could just use this blade on that saber. When on you, that and when you don't yeah. have it, it has like its own little like error noise of not error. Yeah. And then when cool. you put it in, it gives its own little like, uh, yeah, like a little, little ding ding ding. Yeah. A little like confirmation noise. That's cool. Yeah. And that is cool. Right. It's shit. It's freaking neat, man. Um, so yeah, so that was my uh, that was my Star Wars experience, and it was it was awesome. When you when you're next time you're here, you will get to hold and play with this. Absolutely, yeah. That's um, I
1: mean, I mean, here's the thing. I've known. I mean, on some level, not on some level. I mean, on a level, I've always been like, been like, man, Disney World. That sounds. Really cool. And then it's like, well, well, maybe I'm too old. And then, like, any friends I have who are adults and they're like, Disney World, it's amazing. It's still amazing. It's still just as amazing as it was. And I'm like, that's cool. That sounds really cool. Yeah. That's, uh, I mean, yeah. I'll
0: be honest. Like, I, I, I say to everyone, I'm like, if there's a way, like... There's never going to, just like anything else that's expensive in life. I don't think there's, I don't don't think there's ever a right time. I feel like it's just, you sort of just have to take the plunge and, and, you know, we did. I mean, I'm not saying financially it was not, it was not a smart decision. You know, there's (laughs) definitely bills we have to pay and we're going to have to, you know, we, a lot of it went on credit cards. Um, You know, luckily some, we had a little, a little help from good old stimulus check here and there, but like even still like. Ooh, I mean, a lot of our, a lot of our money goes towards bills. We've, you know, we've got two kids a right. mortgage the whole, the whole thing. But at the same time, like, especially for me with two young children, like they're only going to be these ages. Like, like in this mentality now, like when you're an adult, like you can go anytime as an adult and have fun. But you're an adult, But you're like taken
1: on an adventure by your parents to some amazing place. Like, right? That's exactly. So,
0: so we bit the bullet and we did it. And there are ways to do it cheap. I mean, or cheaper. I should say. I shouldn't say cheap. I mean, you know, if you like the the one way to do Disney, the most convenient way to do Disney is not the cheap way. The most convenient way to do Disney and the cheapest way to do it that way the cheapest of the expensive ways is to get a D- disney vacation package and for one person it is not expensive at all for four people i mean it is expensive but it's not as as expensive as it is for four people going four for people. Like, and also it depends on how long you're going to be there like we were there we were four people there going in the park for 6 day admission so like there was that was a lot right like you know you could go for 3 days on your own and spend significantly less money on the trip overall. But Disney has vacation packages that you can get through them where they will book your flight. You get a hotel on the property and you can get the cheapest of the hotels that they have on the property. Um, And then you can even get a meal plan. And then park admission and everything. And it's all included. It's one price. So they take care of everything. We did that for our honeymoon. So I have that experience. And I can tell you it was great. It was really mm-hmm. nice to be taken care of by Disney. For our honeymoon, and that was that was a week. And that was just the two of us. We spent about it was like four or five thousand dollars in total. And that was that, that was the airfare. That was the hotel. That's everything. That was right, everything. That's everything. That was food. Um and that was amazing. It was amazing not to what have to worry. Food- What's when it says food, is it, that's like, that's every. So you get to choose your meal plan. The one that we had chose was called two full service meals. And then we had two or three quick service meals. A quick service meal is like one of the stands, one of the, like the to go places where you just sort of like get something nice and easy. The full service is where you sit down at a restaurant. Um So we booked, we booked two restaurants a day in the park. And what's great is. That sounds awesome. What's great is no matter what the price is at the restaurants, like it doesn't, it doesn't matter. So you you've already paid so you can go to the most expensive restaurants or the most expensive thing. Doesn't matter. You've already paid. That's what makes the dining plan really, really nice is not only is your food like, you know, your food is taken care of. But like, you know, that like you don't have to worry about budgeting your food. Like it's budgeted for you. You've paid for it. You're done. You get what you want. and Right um so that was really really nice that was really nice to be able to to boop around i say boop because uh disney offers what's called the magic band the the red band the band yeah yeah. and when you go you can put your dining service on your band so you're literally just booping into places getting your food and that's it and you're done and and it's and, and tip is included too so like you don't even have to worry when you have the dining plan you're not even worrying about tip you're just like you're just hopping along um so it's 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 fantastic and that was for our honeymoon we now we're now four people, right? right? And the way I did it this time is I got it through. Um, I got a discount through Orlando Vacations, which is has, has a tie to the teachers association. Um, okay. And I don't right. know how much of a discount it was in total. But long story short, we stayed at a Holiday Inn that was five minutes outside the Disney property. We rented a car. We paid for parking every day. Um, we booked our own flight. Um, we paid for one meal in the park, but then we paid for like cheaper meals at the hotel. The hotel had an Applebee's where kids 12 and under ate free with a paying adult and not even like a full, like one of us could have gotten like an appetizer and both kids could have gotten a full meal free. That was huge. So we really ate a lot of Applebee's for breakfast and, and <laughs> dinner um a, a lot of the nights. Uh, So, like, that's kind of how we we rolled it. And I'd say we probably paid, not including all the gifts and the lightsabers and everything else. I'd say we probably paid about the same amount for the four of us that we had paid for the two of us on our honeymoon. It was probably in right, total. But about, the two of
1: you. Right. But the two of you was like, it was like a huge amount of
0: stuff like. Right. Um, taken care of. Yeah. So I. I. I told I told my wife, I was like, I want to I want to do the the actual math now that it's over and calculate all the food bills, calculate the car, the the to go back to know to to, to pitch it to other people. I, I really want to see how much money in the long run I actually saved, because there's some point where I'm just like, am I still saving money here or am I in the same boat and with less convenience? Because I'm telling <laughs> you what, renting a car sounds great until it's. Tuesday night, it's 99 degrees outside, you're out of water, you're trying to go back to your hotel to eat dinner with your family at 6 p.m. and your car doesn't start and it takes three hours to get out of the parking lot. Um, this all actually happened. No, oh, yeah, uh, It mean, sounds like you're speaking from experience. Yeah, this, this literally happened on this vacation, this vacation, which was wonderful. Otherwise, like my rental car experience was awful. Um, so we, again, you know, my wife and I were like, remember that time we didn't even have to worry. There was just like the free shuttle from the Disney hotel to the Disney park and back. Um, So, again, like I want to I want to kind of go back and tabulate and really see like what the equation is and see how much we really saved in the long run. Um, But even then, like I I can't stress enough, that was in both times we spent about four to five grand for a week. But that was for a week and that was for more than one person. Um, But even then, I, I say it, you know take the plunge there's never going to be a right time i'm not saying you have to go now i'm just saying like You're never right. never feel like there's never going to be a time unless something i'm not saying never for all i know tomorrow alex you may strike it rich maybe ah, maybe you I mean, you end is. up becoming the the brand new top streamer on twitch and you end, sure, and man. your and your value goes through the roof maybe who am i to say right but in a normal world with normal people that don't like have the like craziest luck in the world. There's it's going to be rare in your life where there's going to be a time where you're just like, I have enough liquid right now Mm -hmm. that I can go spend money on Disney. Mm -hmm. It's always going to be an expensive trip. It's always going to be something you're not going to have the money for. It's, it's, you know, it's one of those things that I just feel like you have to just, you have to just do like, Would would you go? I mean, would you go, uh, would you go alone? Oh yeah. I mean, Are you asking me in this point in my life when I'm married and have two kids? Are you saying like in general, if I was if I didn't have two kids and if I didn't have my wife, would I go alone? A thousand, two thousand, eight thousand percent hell. Even now, if I knew that my kids and wife would be okay with it, I would totally go alone. Because honestly, like I mean, granted, this has nothing to do with my wife. Having my wife with me would be fine, but having kids with me Is a great experience, but it also comes with its pitfalls, right? Well, of it's course. Hard, yeah, I mean, it's hard to pay attention to certain things at certain points because you have to pay attention to your kids too. It's hard yeah, to absorb the experience the same way. Like when I, when my wife and I went alone to Disney, that was incredible. Um, and it's great to experience it with another person, even just a friend, right? Bring a friend along with you, go to Disney, have fun. But would I go alone? A thousand percent. Oh my God, to be able to do some of that stuff, like especially because then you're not worrying everything goes quicker because you're never worrying about like, where does this person want to go? What do they want to do now? Oh, they have to pee. They have to do this. They have to do that. And I'm not, I'm not saying that's a burden. I'm just saying that like when you're by yourself, things are yeah, of easier. Course. It's all your speed. Yeah. Everything is your speed. Right. Of course. Well, yeah. So yeah, absolutely. I'd absolutely go. Um. So again, I, I, I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm not just saying it for you. I'm saying it for anybody. Like it's one of those things that I just feel like you have to do. It's not, hmm. you know, don't if you've got a credit card and it's got room on it and don't worry about it. Like if if as long as you have like some sort of stable source of income trust that you're going to pay it back eventually, take the plunge, do it and go Um, because it's just one of those things that you just won't you won't regret it. At first, it'll feel it's just like any large purchase, right? Well, of like, course. Yeah. yeah buying yeah. a house, buying a car. You know, like, Did
1: I just spend? Yeah. Did I just spend all that money? Oh, my God. What what did I do? Right. Yeah. And then you
0: go and you'll be like, ah, uh, yeah yeah like I gotta go back like it'll you'll, like you're not even thinking about how much it costs like literally I'm thinking about when's the next time I'm going back I'm thinking about like who's got a bachelor party coming up that I might want to like sneak them away to Disney for
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> like you know
0: what I mean like I'm 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 literally thinking of all these different Ponzi schemes I mean as it is you know not a Ponzi scheme but but Disney has a uh, a few years back it was actually no it was it was the ye- it was the school year I got married. Um, but it was technically the, it was the, technical number year after so i got married in 2013 this was 20 the spring of 2014 um disney has a program for art students to come down like the band kids play in the middle of Mm. magic kingdom um the choir kids are able to do like a little singing thing at epcot and the actors can go to like the back lot of disney with the musical director back there and like learn how the disney casting process goes and then they perform like a disney scene they're like they're immediately (sighs) cast they rehearse and then perform a scene for their peers it was awesome um i haven't done that in a while but i think we're going to try and do something i mean knock on wood i think my school is this that i'm at now is going to be doing something like that because they have a history of going to disney often um so like i said like i'm i'm figuring out every way i can possibly go back to disney <laughs> to go back
1: oh <laughs> um, yeah no it sounds uh it's yeah
0: it, i mean it sounds like uh Oh, sounds and looks, I guess I shouldn't say just sounds. I mean, obviously. I mean, even if even like granted, I said this before, you should experience I'd say I always say go at least four days just so you can hit every park for a day. If you wanted to go Uh on a budget, go three days and do Epcot for only half a day because Epcot is mostly shopping and drinking and eating and in terms of attractions has the least and most ex- and and the, le- the least number and least exciting in my opinion attractions in all the parks so you could probably if you just want to do rides and you just want to get those experiences um you could definitely do a half day at epcot and hmm. and then i would say the other half of the day would be animal kingdom um not that animal kingdom isn't fun it's great But again, number of attractions you could probably bang out in a half day. Is
1: is Disney? uh, I I feel like I know the answer to this question. Uh, Is Disney
0: dry or only certain parts of it are dry or is the whole park? No, no, there's there's alcohol. It's a flowing. Okay, yeah, that's what I I mean. Epcot has the round the world challenge. It's not advertised as a Disney thing, but like it's a widely known challenge. Can you get a drink in every country at Epcot and still be? like on two feet by the time you make it away like all the way around because it's Epcot is a big circle around like yeah, this it's a big circle. Yeah, yeah. And each there's all the different countries. So you literally just go to the first country, get your drink, drink up next country, drink, drink up. But again, that's not something I would do. Like, well, with, of course that's something yeah. you do with a group of people, not like one, two, or even three. You'd probably do that with a large group. Um, yeah. But again, if you're not, If you're not eating or drinking or or planning on like, you know, buying buying uh, like a Katana at like (laughs) in the Japan part of Epcot. Right. Like if you're just going to do the attractions, you could definitely do it in three days. But Hollywood Studios needs especially with now with Galaxy's Edge. I mean, hell, I even said I said to Bevan, I was like, we probably could have done a second day at Hollywood Studios and just had done Galaxy's Edge as its own day And then the rest of Hollywood Studios as a second day, Um, because you could just spend you could really spend your whole day at Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, Yeah, Um, I mean, that's
1: I literally am. I can't imagine spending my whole day
0: at Galaxy's Edge. So that's not. And there's there's great attractions at Hollywood Studios, though. Like that's another like it's a great park. Um, There's the Toy Story Land, which has like some great Toy Story rides. Um, There's, uh, you know, um, the Mickey and Minnie's like runaway roller coaster, which is not a coaster or a runaway train, whatever it is. It's another trackless ride. Really cool. Using that technology in another way. Mm. Um, you know, there's the rock and roller coaster there. There's a bunch of like cool movie stuff and like the history of Disney. There's a lot of the tower of terror. If free falling is your thing. And twilight zone. Um, there's a lot of things at Disney that, that are well worth at Hollywood studios. Um, but, but whether or not you're going to do one or two days, it needs at least a full day. And then magic kingdom, Like I always do Magic Kingdom in two days because there's a lot at Magic Kingdom, but you could do it in one, especially if you weren't going with kids. Like there are rides that like you don't need to. Right. It's mostly for Magic Kingdoms, mostly for, you know, it's it's a it's a younger audience. There's great things there for adults. But like if you're not with kids, like you can you can potentially skip like the Winnie the Pooh ride or like, you know, the the uh, it's a small world. Right. Like, you know, these are rides that are great, but you could you could skip them and go on to some some other things that are really neat. Um, so like I said, you could if going alone, I could hit Disney in in 3 days. Um, you know, especially if you go on like an early flight cuz the parks open Epcot doesn't even open till 11. The other parks open at like 8 or 9. So you could go like on an early morning flight and get there and have that day. I'd say, you know, have the first day like again, talking theoretically, right? Day one, you fly in, you get there, you do Epcot and Animal Kingdom on day one. Um, And then day two, Hollywood Studios or Magic Kingdom, day three, whatever the other one is. And you have a red eye flight back. And that way you're literally only staying two nights at a hotel. Um, hmm. You know what I mean? That's again, that's really, really narrowing the scope of your trip (laughs) min maxing yeah you are maxing your maxing hard at that point (laughs) um but like it's it's yeah it's phenomenal it's really yeah no it it
1: sounds like it i uh yeah i mean it's that's one of those it's one of those things it's just one it's just one of those things in my life it's like that disney world and japan are the two places where i'm like where i'm like I got to go. It's so I got to go at some point. I have to. I have to. It's like I, one of those things where like it's not like a it would be nice. It'd be like a, it's like a it's like a, I have to go. I I have no choice. So that my hands are tied. I'm going to have to go at some point. It's
0: so funny you say that because, you know, I, I'm, we'll wrap it up because this is where we're, I'm sure we're getting lengthy here. Um, but uh, I so I went to Japan in fifth grade. Right. I was Hmm. very fortunate. My mother worked for the airlines, so we ended up going on a lot of places simply because we were flying for free, which took a huge chunk of the expense, right? That helps. So we didn't go for that long. I can't even believe that we only went my mother tells me it was only like two nights, three days, which is crazy considering the flight there. We were on a non stop to Japan, which if you don't know Oof. is sixteen hours one way and eighteen hours the other. Oh, yeah. um, and I'll tell you what, as a kid, that didn't that did but it didn't bother me at all. I remember like sleeping a full night on the plane and like spending a full day on the plane, essentially, and getting yeah, and to Japan like, yeah. and being like, Cool. Um you know, as an adult, that sounds like torture, because as I grew, I became more of a nervous flyer. Like, I really have like a lot of tense anxiety on planes. Um, I don't you know, I'm not going to psychologically dissect why right now. But like,
1: well, yeah, no, I was going to say, I mean, I any kind of well, Right. I mean, us nerds have a tendency to uh, to be like. Oh, that's danger. That's an unnecessary risk (laughs) that I'm doing. I don't want to do that. Like, it's like I don't have to do this. So why should I? I, That's as dangerous to me and I can't risk anything.
0: Yeah. So I I. Yeah. Anyway, so it sounds like torture to me now, but it's a shame because at the time that I went, the whole reason we went to Japan wasn't because I was like in love with the culture the way that I am now. and, And I wouldn't I couldn't appreciate it the way I could now, which is a shame because I went. Because my mom was like, where do you want to go in the summer? I was like, Japan. She goes, why? It was because Pokemon Red and Blue had come out. And I had found out that in Japan, they were opening up the very first Pokemon Center. And so my whole purpose for going to Japan was like, <laughs> I want to go to the Pokemon Center. So we took a trip to Japan so just because I wanted to go to the Pokemon Center. For, <laughs> and I didn't really care about anything else. I was like, this is great. That's what we did. I look back at it now and I'm like, you fool. There was so much more. There's so much Japan <laughs> There's there. There's so much Japan. Like, um, I mean, like, yeah, like,
1: I uh, uh, just so d- uh, the um, the thing about the story of Persona 5 Strikers is that they take, like, a road trip, uh, like, uh, across Japan and they, like, stop to eat and they, like, and they, like, they, like, have each of, like, oh, here's, like, the local delicacies and, like, what all those are. And I'm just sitting there, like, like. Uh <laughs> I want to eat that. Yeah. Like they do they go to a summer festival and there's stalls and takoyaki stands and whatever and I'm like Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want I want that. For me. For me I want that.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, uh anyway, well uh um we'll- I just wanted to say real
1: quick yeah. uh that um I'm sure next time we'll talk about Final Fantasy VII remake.
0: <laughs> It'll, well, especially because by that point, who knows? Maybe the the new upgraded version on the PS5 will have come oh, out. Oh yeah, and I will have played I, it with the Yuffie's story. You know, I
1: I won't I won't. Oh, I obviously won't really talk about it. But I was I was talking to a friend who just got he just got a PS4, and he's a huge Final Fantasy fan. And I was like, you should play Final Fantasy VII remake. And he was like, why would I play? Remake. It's like a it's like the same game. No. And it's I'm like not. And I'm like, no no it's not the same game. You and he's like, but isn't it like a retelling of the same story? Nope. And I'm like, and I'm like, well, okay. And I'm like and he's like, it's the same, like it's the same game. And I'm like, well, no, nah, it's I mean, there's also like it is, but it's also kind of a sequel. <laughs> you're like, you're like, and he's like you're like,
0: buddy, you're you're pushing my buttons here and you're gonna get you're gonna get told things you don't want to hear. Just play the game. Well, I was just like,
1: <laughs> like all I said was like, I was like, no, it's a it is a remake. And he's like, is it? He's like, you
0: should have called it it a requel.
1: Right. And And I was like, he was like, it's a remake. And I was like, yeah, but it's also like a sequel. And he's like, how can it be a sequel? And I'm like, I can't I can't tell you that. You just have to believe me when I tell you that it is both simultaneously a remake and a sequel. I don't there's no other way for me to explain it
0: without heavy spoilers. Yeah yeah
1: like it's just that's what it is that's what the game is that's why you have to play it because you're a fan of final fantasy and that's it that's the reason oh man yeah yeah i'm sure next time we'll talk about it maybe <laughs> it's our, our golden It's the not a golden goose um the white whale it's the white
0: whale and with that episode 50 comes to a close so let me say to all of my listeners thank you so much But this will be the last episode of You Shall Not Pass Go. I know, very sad. It's the end. However, Alex and I are starting a brand new podcast called DNA Nerd Blooded. And you'll be able to find that on Geek Aid. YSNPG was something that Jangis and I started. And since Jengiz left, clearly my... uh, motivation to get out episodes and what i want the show to be has changed and morphed it's just not the same so i thought it would be nice to move on and do something new or maybe something the same but different does that make sense point is check out DNA Nerd Blooded. It's a cast where Alex and I will do pretty much what we've been doing for the last couple episodes, which is talk about nerd stuff, tabletop games, magic, video games, movies, TV, random nerd pop culture, all of that and more. You'll be able to find it on Aid and everywhere podcasts can be found. Uh, Once again, let me just say thank you to all the listeners who stuck it out through the better part of six or so years of this podcast i think right 2015 ish wow um so six years 50 episodes not a bad run for ysmpg check out dna nerd blooded soon and uh stay nerdy bye everybody